Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am, as I am. And my G's still pumping. So on the coast. Know that my doja kosher game over, soldier. I'm cooling. Be on the sofa. Niggas and I'm. We'll do it live. Well, of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. It is Wednesday, September 11th, 2019. I'm your host, Travis Bryant, and joining me, per usual, is my main man, my co-host, Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what up? What's going on, man? Hey, not too much. How's everything? Everything's okay. Everything's all right. How's that, uh, how's that banner boy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huge. We, um, no, I took the day because I need to um, have some stuff I need to work on now because I'm not going to get to work on it for the event. So we've been, we've been lounging all day, man. It's been pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we've got some stuff to talk about. Not not the not the busiest week per se, but a lot of quality things happened this week mm-hmm. in the last seven days. So we've got a uh, got some good stuff to talk about. That's for sure. Uh, before we get into uh, the daily topics and the chat, let's uh, let's go ahead and go ahead and give all the uh, pertinent information on the contact. If you want to have your voice heard on this here show, there are two ways to go about doing that. First way, call us. Hit us up traditionally. Get on the get in the queue, and we will talk to you on air uh, during this show. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines, 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103 to talk to us live here this evening. Uh, the other way to have your voice heard is to drop us a voicemail. On the voicemail line, you have three unadulterated minutes to uh, voice all kinds of opinions, ask questions. You got a rant in you. When the heat preys upon thee, that is the forum to do it. The voicemail line is 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415-787-5229. Uh, if you want to hit us up on the email tip, drop us a line at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. The mailbags are always open and constantly being refreshed. Once again, that's eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. And uh, remember to <clears throat> to put, you know, whether you're VIP or non-VIP, uh, where you want your, where you want your uh, email read. Which segment? Right now we've got a non-VIP in the in the in the mix so far from Jabron, so we'll get to that in a little bit. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Find the show on Twitter at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. Find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. Find Cam at Seahawk. at C E E Hawk. Uh, all kinds of conversation happening on all of those. Uh, Twitters, especially Cam's. 
because he is Mr. Famous Twitter guy. He uh, <laughs> apparently ran, ran uh, he, he personally ran pop stars off of Twitter. Uh, he's forced popular musical acts into retirement. So, uh, so that's, uh, yeah, that's our Cameron Hawkins, folks. Uh, so, so interact with them on Twitter, I guess, at your own barrel. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, find us on Facebook, The Last Fashion of Get Adage, uh, facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. And um, like the page, share it on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies in it, you know who they are. So let them know about the show that way. And um, yeah, that's it. So, Cameron, where do we start? What's the uh, what's the big deal this week in wrestling? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say um, it, it's weird to say this in 2019. Uh, Steve Austin and the Undertaker. Um, you know, WWE ran back-to-back nights at Madison Square Garden. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin hosted the uh, the Universal Title. Uh, contract signing and then came out um, after the main event to celebrate with the uh, the five team uh, the five men <laughs> all um, that because he was up against that clock too <laughs> boy he was moving give me my they played the first beat gone yeah and Undertaker opened Smackdown um, and have a moment with uh, Sami Zayn which I thought was actually done pretty well uh, so yeah WWE Madison Square Garden um, you know trying to Trying to get a little boost before uh, Clash of Champions. Um, yeah, I had some pretty cool moments going into that. Yeah, uh, it was it was one of those go home shows where you've got not only big time legend interaction, but like the, both shows were. I mean, I, I'll go as far as to say anchored, especially how they were marketing and advertising the, the episodes. They would say, you know, uh, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton, unfinished business, and, you know, blah, 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 and bong. And it was like, oh, okay, that's what they're selling on. It was the same the night before uh, with the advertisement for for Raw with Stone Cold. Last break, his music, he's the last thing you see in the ad. But in saying that, it was a go-home show that's like, oh, that was too much. The legends dominated. There was a pay-per-view Sunday, don't y'all remember? Kind of thing. Like, nope, this was pretty focused on uh, uh, Clash of Champions. And, yep. and got all the main matches over, like in a big time way where it was like, do you got to have Austin and fucking Undertaker on every week to, 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 to get this tone? Or not every week, but every, every month, every, you know, every time you got a big, big show coming up. Like, you could tell they put in all the effort. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, oh, we'll fix that. Speaking, speaking of Banner, Banner Dog. Um, yeah, but we had, a, a, on those two shows, a lot of high-quality wrestling again before, uh, even before, you know, headed into a pay-per-view that they're, you know, hyping up, you know, every championship on the line, all this, all this stuff. <clears throat> we had we had some standout matches. Um, does any of the one, any one match in the last week, I guess you can include 
NXT last week. I guess that might almost win. Um, but is there a standout match for you this week besides that one? Besides uh, Cole, uh, Cole, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't remember his name. Jordan, Jordan Miles. Uh, as far as matches go, I mean, we, one thing we didn't talk about, you know, King of the Ring, um, Aaron Corbin in the finals. Um, you know, as, as, as much as I kind of like Braun SmackDown, you know, we did have SmackDown close with Shane McMahon beating up Kevin Owens for, I mean, not even calling a finish in a match. Um, Elias gets hurt. Um, I don't know if he actually broke his ankle, but um, I think it's an ankle injury. I mean, they said broke yeah. I don't know if that's going to be right. quite that far. Right. But, uh, yeah, Chad Gable beats Shane McMahon. Uh, two straight falls in a two-falls match. Um, one on a quick count, another on a submission. And uh, Kevin Owens is forced to be the, uh, the guest referee. Um, he's fired after the match and attacked by Shane McMahon. Um, so kind of both of those matches, I do think that Triple Threat um, Monday night was, was really good. Um, triple Threat was really good. Uh, Baron Corbin, I mean, it just made sense as a way to, so much uh, yeah, Baron Corbin to win it without anybody having to really look bad. Like, you know, Joe takes the pinfall, but you know, this is a position where you don't really want Ricochet taking any clean losses. Um, you know, Baron Corbin being smiley, or slimy, somebody else doing the work for him. Um, yeah, and then, you know, it sets up that the David reverse Goliath thing that, that people are into. Um, and, and I was telling Wade, like, Chad Gable throwing around Baron Corbin is such a fun visual that that's going to be a real cool payoff for, for whatever crowd gets to see that. Because um, I don't think that uh, Clash of Champions, as a matter of fact. Um, I'm not sure when, when the finals are or what show they're on, but I don't think it's at the Clash. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, four horsewomen tag match. And kind of the one spot with Charlotte uh, coming up. Not even coming up short on a moonsault, but uh, not going flat. On, but, right. Uh, yeah, but, but still, like a, a really good match. Um, and then, you know, Rey Mysterio, Grand Metal League was really good. Um, yeah, unfortunately, that crowd was not into it. They were into yeah. the big ooh-ah stuff, but it was, uh, it seemed like they were, it was hard keeping them into that match. And, and I'm not sure I necessarily blame them. I don't, I don't particularly uh, care for, for, for Rey Mysterio or what, what, he's, what he's doing on TV. So I'm not mad at that. Yeah, and I mean, really, like, just let. Have Rey Mysterio go against the 205 Live guy every week until Rey Mysterio decides to retire. It'll be fun. Like, just do that. <laughs> if he has to beat them all, so be it. Uh, but let him do that. Uh, but, yeah, um, outside of that, for Horseman, um, what about you know, Miles uh, uh, Cole from last week from NXT? Oh, so good. So good. I know we kind of – we were on, like, the, yeah. the air and yeah, we were yeah, talking yeah. about that, but – just the, uh, you know, Adam Cole playing savvy vet, not falling for the flashy moves, you just don't see that a whole lot, especially because Adam Cole is, is comparable in size to the guys who do these moves. Like, it took me back to, you know, Dean Malenko, Rey Mysterio, way, way back. Um, 
like a guy who is really athletic. Huh? It wasn't just one counter or one instance. It was the theme of the match. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I I just kept, as we were watching, I just kept saying, man, this is so good. Man, this is so cool what he's doing. Um, Really good. I think that, I think perfect. uh, Like, to win the showcase tournament kind of insinuates that you're newer to this or, um, you know, not quite as savvy as a guy who's been there as long as Cole. And it just played into the match so well. Um, And, you know, Jordan Miles was the stellar that entire match. uh, Just really, really good. That was um, like as far as in ring work, that that's got to be WWE's match of the week. That, that was that was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, it was it was booked to you know perfection. <laughs> like it, everything just logically made sense. The loser looked great in losing. Great. The champ even you know looked at him a few times with that. Who is this guy? Like like man, I'm, I underestimated him kind of thing, like, in, in winning, put still putting the guy over as he's holding his arms up, you know, in celebration. And uh, so, yeah, just everything about that match was uh, was, was A-plus. But, um, yeah, where are you on the um, on on the, the Bailey character, uh, the newly healed Bailey? Yeah, I mean, I think she's, it, it's interesting, like, she's not kind of sticking to her guns like she's like one of my principles is that you stick by your friends and that's exactly what I'm doing and I want people to know like this is something I think you should follow um you know in, in ring I, I do like that like her movesets expanding a bit um I did not like like the stuff with her and Ember Moon about staying relevant I think that's so stupid um like especially coming from an Ember Moon I was going to say, it's the Ember Moon part that doesn't really fit. Yeah, like the thing that stands out about Ember Moon is her in-ring work and how when she got to the main roster, like she was running circles around around these women. Like she just had a different gear athletically. Like that's her claim to fame. So relevancy, that's not for her to talk about. Um, It's not for anybody. Like I don't like that as an on-air thing. It's stupid. Like, why are we talking about you're insecure about, like, like, leave that to, like, don't make the fans think that, that like, like, let them speculate, like, oh, I like SmackDown, SmackDown title more. Well, Becky's had more title defenses, and let them do fan stuff. Don't make it a part of, don't make your insecurities, of, you know, about, are we booking this the right way, or, oh, we haven't been featuring this one, and like, you don't need to make that a part of the zeitgeist, and it's just exactly. frustrating every time they do it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, again, like with, with what she's doing specifically, like I do like her being a bit more aggressive. I like her pulling out more moves. I like her her desire. Her, to are we still talking better. about Bailey? Bailey, yeah. Her desire yeah, yeah, okay. is better than the person across from her. Like I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, um, and, and you're sticking, you're, when you say she's sticking to her guns, like, visually, like, aesthetically, we were waiting, you know, like, oh, she's going to pull out, she's going to change the outfit, she's going to come out with the, with the, with the Sasha-type outfit, with the shorts, and, you know, we're going to go crazy. Uh, but no, not only that, she's got the, the tassels and with the Macho Man stuff and the, slow, the wavy, wacky men still. I'm like, nope. Y'all the ones that change, not me. 
<laughs> it's like hopefully like what they were trying to do with Sami Zayn, but without the calling out the fan, that part, like that meta part. Mm-hmm. So she's like, no, I'm me. I, 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 I still am fun, lovable Bailey. Y'all are the ones that are y'all fans and y'all whoever. <clears throat> y'all the ones that change. Yeah, yeah, I think she's been good. And I again, I, I expect. Do I expect? I don't know. I, I do think they both have titles come come Monday. I think Sasha and Bailey. Um. Yeah. Wow. That's uh. I don't. I guess this kind of has would be the, pre, the prediction show, but. Ooh. I don't know if this. I guess there is probably a better story. And. Sasha having the women's title, and uh, and then and doing something with with Bailey, you know, and then Becky chasing and, and doing that, that more than Becky defends and retains. As much as I like Becky and would like, hey, she just runs through everybody for a year and goes back to WrestleMania next year and is the champion and somebody beats her there. Like I'm all for that, but this is presenting itself and you might you might have to. Run with this, but but leave the like, all that bullshit <laughs> irrelevant. I'm a better champion. I mean, I'm a better champion, sure. In the guy, in the context of yeah, in the context of I'm winning. But I'm a BT. Well, yeah, I'm a BT people. I'm a win these matches. But not, you know, who's on the. You know, it's like when you start talking about your iTunes downloads and whose theme song is getting more play. Like, come on. Like, that's backstage stuff in whatever context, whether it's kidding and ribbon or serious when you're talking about your money. But leave that off of TV. Okay. Um, What's... Okay, let's. Uh, we gotta. We gotta talk about the. The. It's not a who done it anymore, but I'm still gonna call it that. We got Roman Reigns taking a taking a big beat down from from Eric Rowan. So uh, hammer at him, throwing hammer proud. hammer arm at him, taking out security. Like really, really, you know, Roman was really vulnerable in that in that in that moment. At, at, the, at the same time of being, uh, you know. Powerhouse and doing his thing and throwing punches, unnecessary Superman punches. And just punch him. You just throw an elbow. I don't know. But, um, but that was it's, it. Was a good back-to-back nights for Roman at the Garden. Uh, they were not going to put him in any kind of dominant position. <laughs> They're like, we're going to put you out here for cancer kids, and we're going to put you out here getting your ass beat. <laughs> And you'll you'll fight from underneath, and you'll get some stuff in. But at the end of the day, you'll be the one, you know, on on his back. <laughs> We're not even going to risk it. <laughs> and and it was probably the best call, and the crowd responded, um, and and it just builds momentum for his character going forward. I don't know where they're going yeah. with this rolling stuff. Do you have a, a best guess? A best guess, or or yeah, what the hell? I don't know. I, I, again, like it, it's Rowan. Like, I'm so disrespect to the guy. So many starts yeah. and stops. Yeah. I just don't buy him as like, he's not. Oh, he's better than Snoop, he's better than Snitsky, 
but oh, yeah. he's not Big Show. You know what I mean? Like I know there's Fair. a wide gap. But Fair. like how 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 hype are we if this whole time the environmentalist sidekick, the whole thing was uh what's his face instead of Rome? If he did, they weren't having the contract the uh, Harper. And now he was going after Ro- uh, Roman Reigns? <laughs> fucking get yeah. on the floor with anticipation waiting for that. Cool. <laughs> we wouldn't, how we would hand wave the whole, like if they did the same dumb storytelling with the, with the, 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 the whodunit, we'd hand wave that and be just like, whatever. Harper's about to feud with Roman Reigns and be made. That's what we would be uh, to, to talk about. But, like you said, it's 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 Eric Rowan, and and as well executed as it was, I, I thought it was well done. I thought he played his part. It's just, uh, yeah, there's just something, and I don't know if it's the the context that we've seen him in for the last seven years, six years, over and over again, start stop and you know push to the top or you know near the top of the mid card and not so near the top of the mid card. And everything in between that, and now we're supposed to take them seriously as a as a big threat. I, I don't know. I, I think this is this is the the Lars Sullivan storyline put on to Eric Rowan, even though it doesn't, you know, the pieces don't fit, and the storytelling was clunky and bullshit. Yeah. Like, if this is Lars, again, take Brett Harper out of it. If this was Lars Sullivan, you know, and he would cut promos because he's got that intellectual kind of monster thing going a bit. He would explain something. But it's not. It's fucking Harper. It's Eric Rowan. And uh, they've either got to do something. I don't know if they can do something. I think if they did something drastic or did something... And I want to have Rowan beat Roman Reigns clean on pay-per-view. I can't imagine that. Yeah. And even if they did, I, I think that might. I don't think people people would just be like whatever. We'll 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 just bide until you until you're tired of him because he's not not that good. I mean, he's fine. He's serviceable. He's serviceable. Shouldn't be, you know, in the main event. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can't see Rowan going over clean. Maybe Brian still finds a way to get involved on the back end. I don't know. I think that's the, that's the goal. It's got to be. Yeah. How can it not be? But what does Brian just start confusing with? Them, you know, whatever. Make our baby face. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it yeah, seems like there's going to be more to this. It's gone way too long. It's way too. I mean, it's way too intricate. Intricate isn't always good. <laughs> and it's definitely been too much of that. It's just like, yeah, no. Um, what other, are there any other obvious, was it Char- did Charlotte, was Charlotte on TV this week? Charlotte was in the, uh, the tag team match on Monday. Oh, that's right. She was on the, the, yeah, that's right. And that was kind yeah. of big by numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had the, uh, the the Mandy Rose, Nikki Cross thing. Mandy Rose and Nikki Cross is ugly. Um, I mean, I don't really 
I don't have a like really have a problem with that, especially since Nikki beat her down and won the match really, really quickly for her saying something slipped. Which is how <laughs> that should go. Like that's right. literally what's supposed to happen when somebody does that. Like right. especially with that dynamic. Games, like like she's yeah. she, that's all she Mandy Rose had. Like so what else is she gonna say? She's not better than you in the ring or in fighting or in <laughs> any kind of athletic maybe push ups or something. I don't know, maybe whatever. No, I'm not, probably, not, probably not even. The thing that matters here, I'm better at. And let me prove it really quickly and be done with yeah. it. I, that, yeah. that, that, that's how it's supposed to go. Open the showcase. And it's also just, I, I, I don't have an, a problem per se, but it's just like, do we have to? Do we have to? Uh, do we have to have your, like, obvious pushed bombshell to have the, um, your ugly? Like, it, just, it just seems hack and uncreative. Like she can't think of anything else to. Not saying that that can't be a part of a promo, or she cut her down, say with your ugly ass and your greasy hair and your, you know, like whatever, and your Jessica Jones smelly jeans, <laughs> you know, whatever she, you know, nothing. I'm not saying that's out of line, but to like base the entire thing, like that entire whatever five minutes was. And the announcers are just, it's just like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, this is a, this is what we're talking about. So I, yeah, just, yeah, just seems juvenile as fuck. And, and that was the point. And like you said, Nikki at least got to beat the shit out of her in in in, in quick fashion. Yeah, that was uh, that was a plus. But they get a title shot, don't they? A tag title shot. Yeah, the have a shot uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. At the Clash, yeah. So that'll be. I can't imagine they're getting it. They they would. Deville and and Mandy would get those belts. So I, I just. It's probably just going to be a five to eight minute match in the middle of Clash, so they could say, oh, we have the women's tag titles defended on this pay per view, which is supposed exactly. to have all the championships mm-hmm. um, And then hopefully. Hopefully we can do something with those titles. Where the hell are the iconics? I don't know if one of them's hurt or, or whatever, but they just yeah, they, had a match, uh, they had a match Monday. They had a dark match. Okay, it's fallen off the TV landscape since they dropped those titles a month or so, a month and a half, two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and any big NXT happenings besides besides the match? Uh, the Cole uh, Miles match. Uh, I mean, this week we have Baszler Ripley. Um, ne- I mean, next week they go live, and then um, we turn up the format is one hour live um, on USA, one hour live on the network for two weeks, and then it's going to be exclusively on uh, USA two hours. And the 205 Live we have evolved into NXT. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. I, I don't like, I don't like those two things being that close to each other. I don't like, yeah. uh, does that mean, like, if anything, you got to have, those guys got to fit in. And I hope they fared that's the, what they would want to do. You can't turn, you can't turn NXT, and I'm not fearing this. I'm just because it just 
those two things were so close together. And it's not like they're going to they're going to turn NXT into 205 Live. They'd be idiots to do that. Just 205 Live never got the chance to be on goddamn USA. There's a reason NXT USA is willing to go. Oh yeah, sure. This is like got a you know, following and blah blah blah. Um, but I also want to see a bunch of 205 faces, unless they're just enhancement talent. Like, is Jack Gallagher? Well, he's in the UK doing stuff. But I'm just thinking of, like, perennial Tazawa. I don't want to see Tazawa in NXT. Sorry, Tazawa. I liked him at one I mean, still, he's fine. But, like, I, I, sorry. I'm not sure if I want Tazawa at the top of any NXT cards anytime soon. Six months go by, and he's and he's doing cool stuff, and and he catches on, and you know, sure. But I hope they don't have like. The, the, yeah. I feel like the first time you see Tazawa and Kashida, you're gonna change your mind. But yeah, sure. like, I wonder how it's going to look. Um, are they gonna change aprons? Are we changing lighting for matches? Like, I wonder if those two things can coexist. I mean, I'm sure they can, uh, because we've seen things similar to it. But I don't know. Um, I don't know if you want to see that. If that crowd is when you want to sit for three hours at least. Um, so, like, run a 205 Live after NXT. But I, I'm very curious about what the format's going to be. Okay, we've got... I want to do a quick, before we jump into calls, Quick, real quick prediction here. And I'm trying to decide which... WWE.com, Wikipedia, CBS Sports, or this Newsweek article that was updated seven hours ago. I'll go good old Wikipedia. All right, so Clash of Champions 2019 matches. You got 11 matches. How many are on the are on the main show? Because so, we can't go from having a really good wasn't it last month? Wasn't it SummerSlam? That was like, holy shit. That was like three hours and 20 minutes, and the show's over, and boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You know, brush your hands off, and I, maybe you can do something before the night's over. It's only 1030. Um, they can't follow that up with a fucking four-and-a-half-hour clash of champions, you know, fake product up, I mean, pay-per-view kind of. Can they? So... I figure Miz and uh, I mean Miz and Nakamura I can see being on the pre-show. Um, I can't see AJ being on the pre-show with no. said, um, the tag title match has to be the Raw tag title match has to be on the main show. Um, or uh, a New Day and the Revival fighters. New Day and the Revival are are wrestling. I could see that being on the pre-show. Um, hey, every, everything else I'm kind of like, I feel like that has to be on the main show. Two world title wait, matches. Wait, 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 wait. Both we we, we talked about how the the women's tag title was kind of a whole. Yeah, that's one. So I that, be on the that definitely show. can be a pre-show. Um, so that's three, but like that's still eight matches. I think are on the main card. True Gulag versus Sombrero. You had that one, right? Uh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's do a quick rapid-fire prediction. 
in the order that Wikipedia has them. Uh, first match, Bailey versus Charlotte, SmackDown Women's Tag Ch- uh, SmackDown's Women's Champion. Who'd you say? Oh, great! Can't hear. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Bailey. Bailey. Okay. Uh, I concur. Um, for for reasons we stated earlier, it, it just uh, it's not like Charlotte. It's in. It's, it's hot. Uh, I, I think this might be the match to if they're going to if they want to turn her solid baby face. This could be the match, you know, in Charlotte. Uh, especially if Bailey does something uh, sort of out of character, then we'll just wait for a justification. Um, so yeah, uh, second match: Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman versus Rude and Ziggler for the tag titles, Raw tag titles. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say they retain. Seth and Strowman retain. So, so no Only matter because what, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm really, I'm gonna say because because it, it, there's no reason for them to retain. I'm gonna say they retain. <laughs> I'll say they retain just because it makes the story afterwards, no matter what happens. Especially if I don't think if we'll get to that in the next one, but especially if I'm assuming Seth retains. Yep. And third match, Seth versus Braun, Universal Championship match. Seth retains. Yeah. I'm there. Uh, Kofi versus Randy, SmackDown Championship match, a WWE title. Say no contest again. Like no contest. DQ, because because it's Hell in a Cell. Got Hell in a Cell on there. Built for Hell in a Cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think with a match with, (laughs) you know, even though it's your big one and it's anchored your your SmackDown TV for for the last two months, you gotta. Yeah, you got to do something. And then do something creative. I mean, you know, so the crowd's not just completely you know, pissed off or anything. Uh, fifth match, Drew Gulak versus Humberto Correa versus Lince Dorado. Um, I think Gulak. Since this is probably the last hurrah for the Cruiserweight title, Right? Yeah. Is there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, on 205 yeah. Live anyway. Like, it's still going to be there. Um, it is. Yeah. Where will it be, be that's defended? What I'm saying, like, on NXT? Is that what will. Is yeah, that yeah, going to be. Like, it's not. Like, the, the 205 Live isn't. The show itself is not going to be there, but, like, there's still going to be. From what I understand, 205 Live is going to be on NXT. That's what I'm saying. Wait, as a segment or just absorb? They'll be plugged in, and it'll just be NXT. This, from what I understand, a segment. I, you broke up. Is what I understand. Again, I'm not. I'm in the same state. Um, a division. Division. Okay. 
So it'll just be the Cruiserweight division on NXT. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That, that doesn't feel... And it's like, well, what do you want to do? Fire all those guys? And like, no, but... But yeah, format-wise, it's weird. Like, it really is. Um, like, I don't understand... It's just fundamentally like, changing NXT. NXT game, though. Yeah, like, There's why no can't it, it just... Just let them travel with the main roster and let the cruiserweight belt be a main belt like it was. Like I, I don't, you have the TV time. I don't get it. Yeah. Right. You got five hours between main roster shows. Why? Or, well, shit. Now seven hours. But why take that? Why burden the new two hours, hours with that? Yeah, I get it. And it's main roster. Shit, it's all fucking USA Network. I mean, you can't say they're not. Got to be. We have to get in the habit of, of call, you know. These are the real deal. Super, they're on national TV. They're not tucked away on the network behind a paywall anymore. Well, a cable paywall, but still, that's different. I've never really. Damn, Harry Smith looks like Bulldog. Wow. Yeah. Holy With every passing day. That Tom McGee uh, deal is on. Right. On the network. I've never seen it. So, uh, okay, match uh, number six, New Day. It's Big E and Xavier Woods versus The Revival. Uh, for a SmackDown tag title. I mean, I can, again, I can see that being on the pre-show. Um, I'll, I'll still say New Day. New Day retains. I'm going to say the Revival win because Yugi and Xavier Woods been getting, you know. They've been getting served. They've been getting served. And it, the way they did the Revival on Raw was dirty as shit. <laughs> so this might be the make good. And I wouldn't do that. And I've come a long way on these guys. <laughs> uh, seventh match, Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Miz. You say you don't see this uh, being on the pre-show. I, or I think that's what you said. That's uh, what I see. That, would, that can be on the pre-show. That's what I can said. be. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think this might, they might see, this might be the pre-show main event. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Shinsuke. Yeah, I got Nakamura retaining. Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. You say Sasha? Yeah. I, I think I'm going to have to agree, and as for, for reasons that I stated about uh, ten minutes ago or so. Uh, so, oh shit, it's not eleven championships on the uh, card because Roman versus Rowan is on. So, 10 title matches. So, yeah, Reigns versus Rowan, no DQ match. Yeah. Right. I, I, yeah, I couldn't hear anything you said, Cam. Come on, again, I'm, I'm just, I'm facing the exact same spot. Um, Reigns. <laughs> yeah, I could see... 
Do you see Brian in any way getting involved? We haven't. We didn't see him uh, last I think night. He has or... to be. I think that's the only way this is interesting. Like he has to yeah. be involved. But do they do that? Oh, whose side is he on? Kind of thing. Because he has reasons to be, uh, you know, mad at Rowan. Yeah, but I mean, mad. Like, it, it wouldn't be interesting if he did side with Roman Reigns, like because he was telling the truth the whole time. Um, I, I, I don't think it goes that long. I still think he comes out and helps Rowan because he sides with whatever point Rowan has in all this. So yeah. But 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 Reigns still wins the match in your in your prediction. And maybe that's what he's rowing mad at Brian. Like, <laughs> yeah. If Brian's involved, I think it does make sense for, for Rowan to win. So I'll, uh, I'll actually say Rowan with Brian's involvement. Okay. And match number 10, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Uh, women's tag time. Yeah, uh, Cross and Bliss retain. Yes. yes. Uh, and AJ versus Sid. I'm gonna... Boy, they just said that belt. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be a little upset. Yeah, um, I'll say AJ retains. I think that's gonna be um, that's my early uh, yes for match of the night. Um, because I know, like, even though I think Orton Cope is going to be good, I don't think he's going to have a finish. Um, but, yeah, I think he said AJ is going to be really good. I'll say AJ retains. Yeah, I'll say this probably is the longest match of the night. It's probably the match that goes closest to 20 minutes. You know, you got, uh, and, that's, and, I'm, and, again, I'm hoping. I don't, I don't, I'm not wanting a bunch of long-ass matches when you got 11 matches on a, or, or at least eight matches on a main card. If they can't all go with 15 minutes, like, sorry. <laughs> um, so I've seen a lot of a lot of six to to twelve minute matches in there, especially for uh, the tag ta- the the women's tag match, um, and maybe even the uh, and that cruiserweight thing. I don't think that's just going to be zip 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 finish, uh, and then something else. But yeah. So yeah, so that's uh, that's all the matches on Clash of Champions coming up this Sunday. Um, I guess I'll just yeah, I'm not doing nothing for no Clash, going nowhere <laughs> for this propped up pay per view. So all right, well that uh, yeah, that wraps up the prediction segment of the show. Uh, let's open things up to you guys. Uh, we have Mike from Brooklyn. Oh, there he is. Um, 347-202-0103. If you're on hold and you would like to uh, chat with us, press 1 and we'll see your hand and we'll come talk to you. But in the meantime, let me get Mike on here. Uh, Mike, what's happening? What's going on? What's going on, fellas? What's going on? How y'all fellas doing? Doing all right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I'm uh, uh, um, first a lot of shit. Start off with um. You know, let me hit y'all with this first. Have, have, have y'all been keeping up on that Wu Tang American saga? Uh, I have not. Uh, oh shit, he has watched now? a few. Yeah, try to get into it, bro. Feel back a lot of shit. Now. 
Like, I don't think the average person knows. What is it? I don't yeah. want to spoil it for you, so you can get a chance. Like, they're up to episode four now, so the fourth episode just dropped last night. And I don't know if you're a fan of Snowfall. No, I don't watch it. How about you, Ken? I'm behind on that. Uh, somebody sent me that uh, Franklin and uh, and his boy in the car when he had to check him. I was like, wow, this kid is really killing it. Um, so I'm, I'm yeah. behind on that, too. Yeah, yeah when I get it, it's only up to season three, so I'm actually a late bloomer to it myself. I just got, like, two weeks ago, I just started fucking with it, so it's another cool little thing. I don't know. It's no yeah, people that ever. watch it, the people that talk about it say it's, you know, certainly one of the top shows on TV. Absolutely. And it's I mean, it comes on FX, but um, you know who's got the rights. Yeah. And I like the art. I like the, I like all the, uh, the visuals they put out for like the promotional stuff. It's like really, really yeah. well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, isn't the cat that you know produced that? They did their thing on you know with that Wu Tang thing too. So like when you, when you get a chance, you know, knock in, fellas. It is it is pretty dope so far. But um, wrestling shit. Yeah. I mean, first we would start off with that um, you know, that rating, that that fifteen percent nose dive that they took due to the you know the start of Monday Night Football. Yeah, they lost four hundred thousand viewers. I think was the number I, I I heard or read. Um, I think that's probably within. I don't I don't see that as like a tear you know, that thing could have been thirty five percent drop. <laughs> and it might be next week. I mean we you know, Austin and Undertaker ain't gonna be on Austin ain't gonna be on roll next week. Absolutely not. And I so, said, you know, that's what that's exactly Did you see any hour by hour like, numbers, Mike? Um, this was week one of Monday every, night football, right? So all of Raw was going against football all night. Right. I heard it drop every hour. I heard well, the, actually the main event was one of the lowest rated main events in a, in a long time. Yeah. That 10 man match. Yeah, it wasn't the most compelling thing they ever put on TV. And no, it was, it was, one of those, it was actually. They, no. Like, it was actually. <laughs> well, here, see if we can catch something. Go ahead. Yeah. It was actually everybody do their move, spot, hot tag. That's all it was. That main event, like they could have held that shit off. I would have preferred they put the women on last. The women actually, Absolutely. yeah, that was the match of Thursday, I think. And yeah, have, that was the match have, of the night. Um, the lady has Boston come out and have beers with uh with, with Becky and Charlotte at the end. Shit, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially if the goal is to get Charlotte over as like back over as like the. the Top baby face and not this heel shit. Right. That would have been a very awesome moment for, for baby face turning Charlotte. But um, overall, to me, the overall feel of Monday night, it feel a little bit different, you know, as far as like, you know, Paulie pushing and trying to get out different cats out there, you know? 
and mm-hmm. that, you know, was always expecting and believed in him. Dude will try to get the Cedric Alexanders and, you know, guys like that over. Which I think they did a big service to him. And I don't know, you know, what's your assessment on it, but to me, in that opening segment on Monday night, I feel like AJ came away as the biggest star, like, you know, over Seth and Braun. I'm like, damn, like, he needs to be, you know, the the the, 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 the little bully of the, you know what I mean, of the unit with the uh, universal champion and somebody chasing him still, man. Because it's just not happening with him, Seth, especially when he say he was the best wrestler on the planet. You know what I mean? The best in the world or whatever the fuck he said. And they start fucking doing I knew he, as soon as he said it and opened his lips to say it, I knew the New York people was going to his dumb Yeah, they were not. That, that wasn't, it's weird. That's the, that is the place to do it and not the place to do it. So shouldn't it be like a uh, uh, even though Seth isn't like a northeast or west coast guy, he's an Iowa midwestern corn fed guy, but he he doesn't they don't push him like a, a middle of the country guy. Not that they push him like a northeast or or coastal elite either, but it's like the the you know Vince in his whole southern bias in yeah. in his in his. You know, it's like, here's the guy. Like, nope, they're cheering for the guy that you, you know, for so many years were like, I've never signed this fucking guy. You know, yeah. like, listen to him. And and, and he had I'm, some some point, especially knowing how Vince thinks. You're like, yeah, no, AJ's never going to get a chance. <laughs> you know, not only with that accent, but he's not the most dynamic promo either. And he's small, flying around and all that stuff. But, yeah. But he has his own. Madison Square yeah, Garden. Their push number one baby face said, I am blah, blah, blah. And they said, no, the fuck you ain't this guy. No, you're not. Right. They chanted CM Punk. That's they chanted because awesome. my cousin went. CM Punk got the first, like, went. three chants. And then, and then the AJ chant. They chanted AJ. They chanted, they chanted the small Okada chant. Like, it was a lot going on. Like, they really, and you know, you know, not biased or anything, but you know, Vince and a lot of the, the brass backstage, they listen and go with, you know, they feel like with the New York crowd, you know what I mean, the Northeastern crowd or whatever, you know what I mean? That shit kind of sways some of their opinions about shit. Well, certainly in how the past, we react to certain, like the, yeah, the New York crowd in the past, was, like how we, yeah, how we react so to certain since, people, yeah. Since that was like, there was a so, time where if you got over in the garden, it either made or broke your career. You know, there it were no, it made a broke. You know, there's a broken career, kind of like you know, like Taz and you know where you see. But there's also the people that Vince create that get over in, in Madison Square Garden. That he goes, oh, okay, they accepted them. Let's go with it. Yeah. So I mean, basically, what I'm getting at that is that different you now, think though. it's a chance. Yeah. You think it's a chance that they might, you know, put it on Braun. You know, just to like, you know, transfer it over to um, Bray at Hell in the Cell or something like, you know, a scenario like that. Well, that's the exact reason you don't put it on Braun. Because you don't put it on Braun because you don't yeah. know how do you take it off of him. So you don't put it on him to take it. If it, if it that, that, that to me is completely counterintuitive. So I hope not. Like, not to, not I'm your idea. I mean, I hear That is indeed yeah, a, a genuine idea. But no, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah, I'm hearing you, but it would be like 
the most. I mean, See, yeah, what he's been doing, getting the, the mind shit. So this is what you have to do, though, Mike. You would have to, at the same time, be resolving. You think that's just going to go away? I know they don't have the. They, they supposedly said no re- automatic rematches, but whatever. Seth ain't going away. How do you cook something that's interesting for 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 in a month for Bray and and Braun? I don't give a fuck what Wyatt family stuff they had connection. It's just like mm, I don't know if I'd buy that in the hell in a cell on three weeks turnaround while you're doing all this other stuff. There's so many reasons not to not to do that. Yeah, but I think if um, Seth retains, I think Bray takes it off him. Because, like, uh, not, on, not only to that, like, you know, my cousin being in attendance, he said outside of um, maybe Steve Austin, which he got the, you know, the, you know, the giant pop, and what he, he said, like, else in the building, every time they threw Bray on the screen or they showed, like, the, that um, fire. Firehouse thing, whatever the fuck that shit called. Mm-hmm. TV went on the screen that they went ape shit for him. And he said not only to that, he saw a lot of fucking brain merch in the audience. Like little kids with the gloves and the, and the fucking mask and shit. Like they like that shit. Like they like it. It's like, um, what's this movie that's out? The part two, the it, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know, for some reason, and I find it peculiar because, you know, my eight-year-old, he loves, like, they love horror, you know what I mean? Like, for this type of films, they, you know, they don't play. And I don't know. Well, I, I, like, I mean. That's crazy, that's crazy dope, you, use that, you use that that term, and I'm really not the one to be talking about movies, especially horror movies, I specifically stay away from them. But it seems like these days it's not about the, the psychology of a horror, it's the it's the physical part. It's the jump cut. It's the right. scaring the audience into screaming instead of like genuinely terrifying them. Again, I right. I, I'm, I don't you know I'm not studied at all, but it just seems just seeing how they're certainly how they're advert marketed. You know, it's all about oh I'm looking into this window and then oh, there's a ghost. You know, like okay. <laughs> So I think maybe that's why kids aren't uh, because it's literally yeah. flinch flinch horror. <laughs> that's it. If you're eight, that's all you probably really in the mainstream know. You know, like right. those Abby movies or well, that stupid advocate that puppet thing, and you know. All right. So dude is like probably the most old cat in the company right now. You know they said you know they the call people that like him really do. That's that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. That is that is absolutely for sure. It's just there's other people I mean, that just go, well, you know, it is what it is. Like me. I'm just like, I, mean, I, don't, I don't hate it. That's for sure. But I mean, Kyle, I got boys. I got, you know, I got, y'all know I got three boys, three different age brackets, 16, mm-hmm. 13, 8. Okay. So with that being said, their attention span only like for they the Bray Wyatt. different shit. Yeah, the Bray Wyatt, the OC, like they pay attention to that shit. They don't even pay attention to Seth as much anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's like this guy is like he is not the guy to be like a public speaker. That role is wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like to be the who? Like, like because um, Seth, like for me, he's coming off as like 
the company's boy now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. He does not just fucking speak and, and say shit. Like, that disservice isn't. You should just, you know what I mean? Just fall back a little bit. And, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I see him. I see him because, you know, um, like, I'm quite sure y'all know it's going to be another drag. And I see him getting moved over. Like, they already named a couple of cats. I don't know if y'all saw it or not. Probably um, Rich will probably know. Like, there's already a couple of names and cats that they already discussed that might be, you know, being moved back over to the blue brand. Uh, so does that mean Roman would go back to Raw? Presumably. No, I think I think they keep him there as a focal point. Oh, I think they keep him there as a focal point. Braun Strowman? Randy Orton? I mean, they yeah, might swap out. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. No, no, go ahead, Campbell. Oh, I'm just saying, like, like I wonder no, I was, who was going where because I, I was even telling uh, tell away Monday, like, right now I, I think there being, you know, a few guys that are going to go back and forth. I think that between Heyman and Bischoff, like, there's no – nobody wins in making somebody look good on one show and look bad on another. So I don't know how much real switching there's going to do. I feel like there's going to be crossover forever, though. Like, there's not going to be a firm split for a good long while, I don't think. Like, they're ever no, hit Becky Lynch for SmackDown, you know, and she's yeah. the Raw Women's Champion, so, you know. But, now nah, this is supposed to actually be a hard split. It's supposed to be a hard split. Different writing crew, that was the, that was the reason for the shakeup with the um, writing teams last week. Like, different writing crews and all that. Like, they moved Koski over to... um. SmackDown to be pretty much Bischoff's, you know, second or right hand. And, you know, Kofi was the, the, the head writer for Raw for years after um Brian Gewurz left. Uh huh. So you know, yeah, he was the head writer for Raw. So they moved him over to um SmackDown. Ryan Ward got sent home. They say it's a personal lead, but he got sent home. Paul Heyman took the head writer from um, 205 Live. Now he's over on Raw with him. And they promoted another cat up there. You got Triple H. You know, you got his team. You got um, Paul Rash and all those guys down there with him. Bulldog, Sean. I mean, it's definitely a, a wild time. You know what I mean right now? With NXT premiering Wednesday, what do you guys think they do out of the gate? Yeah, I think they're going with the right main event to open um, with Strong and Dream. I, th- I think the Dream is the focal point of that show um, as long as he's down there. So opening with him, getting more eyes on him for the first time, I think that's a huge deal. Um, yeah, and really, absolutely. I think, I think Dream. <laughs> Um, Street Profits and Baszler are going to be like the Bacan. big thing that you see. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a main event that first hour, though, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, what would be the yeah. point of him, you know, being the main event, main event of the entire show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if the NXT or the USA audience don't get to see him? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, it's got to be, it's got to be the main right, thing yeah. in that first hour. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Each I think that because up. the Street Profits are the team who exist on Raw and NXT, I think it's a big thing to really get them in, in some tag team action, uh, you know, early on on that show if they're going to be on both shows. And then, yeah, I think just Shayna Baszler, I think they, they waited so long to bring her up. That was a chance to put more eyes on her. And then by the time she does come up, um, she's as well known as anybody making that jump. So those would be like kind of my big my big things out the first few weeks. Yeah, I think that's a, that's the same thing. I say to me for the uh, first head to head, you go with either Dream and Cole or Dream and uh, I don't think they're gonna brush Dream and Riddle. So I say you go with Dream and Cole. And for the women, I think you go with um. I think you go with EO and Shayna. If they can give you the best, you know what I mean? If, you, if you're going to compete it head-to-head with them crowding their first women's, you know, champ on their first show, you got to go with, you know, the, the best match that they can give, you know, with the women on NXT, and that would be EO and Shayna. See, with them, I, I think that EO is still such a new act, especially as a heel act. You don't want to have them go toe to toe so soon, but um, I'd run back EO and Kings. Um, just as how, how good that was. Um, yeah, this would be EO three. Yeah, yeah, and that would be a fresher match. So just on the strength of on the strength of that, I would go. I would run it back with Candice. Yeah, and, 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 and maybe even have the same, you know, have the same result. Just the like, sorry, Candace got a, you know, lose twice, but um, yeah, still, yeah. And say Dream, you know, say Dream loses to Strong, I would go with like a Johnny Gargano versus Strong, like, you know what I'm saying? That 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 yeah, that's good. The first like on that first show, that that'd be that'd be killer on that first show. <laughs> Gargano versus Strong. Yeah, that'd be fucking insane on that first show. Cause like you want to have you want to have Broadway, you know what I mean? Everything so nobody needs the show. You know AEW, you know they probably gonna pull out a couple, you know, surprises and shit like that. Not saying NXT won't because I don't know if y'all seen the uh, or heard about the um, Kevin Owens um shit. That he had put up today. What he put up? He did something in like Lumarock, like numbers, and you matching the letters, and the numbers came back NXT. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No. So wait, 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 wait. He made people figure it out, and then and they just got around. Yeah. Or did like. He have underneath the answer, like kind of spoiling the whole thing. Nah, I guess somebody figured it out or whatever. He really made people figure it out. Okay. I'm not too sure. I know Alvarez talked about it on his show, and um, he told that the number spelled out. Yeah, yeah. I hope he, he, yeah, I hope it was a genuine like people went, "Hey, I know this language." Oh shit! Wow, look at that, and went on the message board or you know tweeted it out. I mean, that would be that would be pretty dope, and that would be pretty big because he would have his own kingdom, you know, 
like him and and Adam Cole, like all those guys, man. Like I think if you yeah. integrate cats like that in NXT, you know it's a go. But like once you start bringing too many, you know, you know, bring a revival back, you know, here and there, some shit like that. Yeah, I'm not even um, sure if I would do that. Yeah, because I think they gonna, I think they poised to win um, Sunday night because I yeah, I, I think they know, might. I kind of like the faction with um with them and um Orton. They kind of remind me of like you know like a Minnesota wrecking crew type you know deal going on. I mean they already the fake on Anderson twin, so you know with Orton and shit. It's really interesting with them, whereas like uh you know DiBiase and Cody, they looked more or less like Randy Orton. Um, the physique um, I mean the size is a bit different but, but similar build and then the revival just looks nothing like Randy Orton like they look literally like his henchmen um, I think it's a really cool like juxtaposition and I think that right. that could actually be the story going into the Hell in a Cell match and I guess ultimately coming out I mean if, if, if the revival are tag champs and still align uh, uh, with with Orton and their heels, they don't have like long term. It's not they don't want them to necessarily be a faction six months from now. And they're kind of like uh, maybe distancing themselves. Like, hey, you couldn't get the job done, and we're the champions. He's apparently headed in hell in the cell, or his, in, you know, him being outbreak or whatever his thing is going into. But you could definitely use that as, uh, you know, if the, if the revival win and Randy doesn't, it's certainly fodder for for storytelling. No shit. Yeah. So um, yeah. Do y'all see um, revival win Sunday? I kind of do. Cam, I think Cam said yeah. No, I, I said um, I said no. Oh, Mr. Tank. Okay, yeah, I think Revival might uh might might pull it out. Oh yeah. Got see Randy win. Yeah, where was you at when we we was on the line when we just did the damn full rundown? <laughs> no, it's gonna be a double I mean, DQ or some kind of some kind of uh, you know selling drugs like you know. You have to be focused on selling your drugs when it's time to sell your drugs, Travis. And so Mike had to put us on because <laughs> <laughs> drugs. Okay, that's crazy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think uh, there's a double DQ or some kind of hopefully creative, you know, yeah. non-finish, and then that, they take that to hell in the cell. So, for me, the biggest news of the week, what you guys feel about this um this anthem access um old deal that's going on. Who? Let's okay. So we didn't get to get this off anthem, on Monday, right? We anthem are in board year access. seventeen of TNA. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, we are. Like they survived. Because Mike, it's I gotta um, rescind what I said. Yeah, we. So it's the what? It's the eighteenth anniversary of nine eleven. 
Um, mm-hmm. Right. And what's interesting, like, you know, my other half is an assistant principal, and a bunch of my friends are teachers. They teach middle school and even high school now. And so unless you were born a little late, no one in high school was alive for 9-11. Like, it's been that long. Um, and so, I'm yeah, proud to not say, to cut you off. What else? What else? Not to cut you off real quick, man. Yeah, what's up, Mike? Yeah, not. not to, I mean, you can go back in and not to cut you off. I just want to give a salute, rest in peace to everybody that lost their lives because I am a 9/11. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Like, shout out to everybody, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. especially. Um, yeah, they, they had this right. great story on Sports Center about a 16-year-old kid who was in the building um, and was a junior firefighter and saved a bunch of people and went back in and lost his life after he helped people um, like get from the 72nd to the 61st floor. Like, really crazy right. stuff. Um, right. But, yeah, so I think that's the same. The other thing that happened on 9-11 is when the blueprint came out. And, right. you know, as good as that album was, we remember um, – you know, there was always that, that idea that Def Jam bought up a bunch of Blueprint albums um, to help boost the sales numbers, which may or may not be true. I say that to say, like, whoever's in charge of teenagers decided, you know what, this ship will not sink. I don't care how many holes it are in it. Let's just buy the channel <laughs> so we can always air the show. Like, Nitro lasted 13 years, and TNA's been around 17. I think that's just insane. <laughs> They outlasted WCW. They outlasted ECW. Like, yeah. They 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 just won't die. And I salute. I give them. I have to listen. I said they would be going by the next twenty four months. Shit, I might even say that. Since since we've been right. When they had a I whole mean, ace up their sleeve. New a new yeah, idea. Yeah, they had an ace So with that being said. Does that make them the number three in the U.S.? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> the two greatest words in America. Default. Default. Um, no. Steve Harvey owns TNA. Is my story. Right. He's on a, yeah, he's on a, he's on a seat. He's on a seat. That's, Steve Harvey is on a seat. Oh, how we feel about Shaq and Papa John's, man? It still it still tastes like breakfast pizza, like school breakfast pizza, with sauce. Right. Like, I understand what he's trying to do, but like, that's cool. Not all of a sudden, and the bad thing is, like, we have too much information. Now. Like, we all have, and all when I say like, of course, Mike because of where Mike lives, but even Austin, like, we have home sliced pizza. Or we have like Grimaldi's in San Antonio. Like, we're close enough to where, yeah, we'll send DoorDash or Uber Eats to go pick up the pizza we actually like. So this probably right. thing yeah. is not going to hit. Yeah. I don't even know where Papa John's is at all. <laughs> I know where Domino's is, kind of, but not in the family. And I don't eat We got about uh, 40 pizza huts, 30 Papa John's, and about maybe. I mean, no, not Pizza Hut, Domino's. We got about maybe one or two Pizza Huts in circulation here. Exactly. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, shit is rough. Pizza Hut don't pay. Yeah, they just closed down the Pizza Hut down on uh, Empire Boulevard. But as far as, like, you know the home pizza you was talking about, Ken, 
Um, when you visited New York, it was right across the street from the spot you was in, Havana Outpost. That was um, not raised people. Yep. Old school brick oven. And I was on, you know, I was on Staten Island, so we went to some, you know, oh like wow, spots there that were like local spots. Yeah, they know? got so, the, they got the spot spots out there. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I completely yeah. with the pizza thing, shack thing, derailed, and don't even remember what the, what the damn original topic was. We were I, just talking about it. Yeah. The TNA not dying and. Them being yeah, the right. number three now in the U.S. and um, I mean, but think about it, fellas. Think about it real quick. We got about four, four to five promotions back in it like this. This, this. And, yeah. and, and I believe the the, the stimulus was always the big, you know, you know, from them getting the big piece of shit. So you know, salute WWE for for that part, but um. Like, look what the spots you got. WWE, you got MLW, you got NXT, you got AEW, you got um, Impact coming alive. For one fucking promotion to never change their stylings and all that shit for all these years. And that's R.O. fucking H. Like, yeah, man. They're running. I believe um, they're getting left in the dust. Yeah. They're running Gresham uh, Lethal in New York, I think, in in two weeks. And it's like, Gresham is really good, and Lethal's really good, but this was a thing like a year ago, or like 18 months ago. It's just like, they are not, um, and then like what, Skrull's uh, leaving, and Taven's leaving, and they are just... I don't know the business side of what they're doing is not very good. But the in-ring action is always going to be good, but they are just banking on the wrong people. And then when they have to fall back on people, right. it's people who, um, who they've had, like, have these relationships for a long time. And it's not super compelling right now when you have all these other promotions that have these new matchups or new ideas. Like, yeah, ROH is right. mm, it's not, it's not looking great right now. And Taven's. Their current champ, Taven's contract is up. Like, a lot of guys' contract is up. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they seeing these windows of opportunity. Like, and TNA is back in acquisition mode. They back on signing motherfuckers up. They done picked up a couple dudes, too. I heard they've been, you know, trying to talk to um, who they who they get. They get a, um, a MMA, a MMA guy. It, it doesn't strike me the name right now, but. You know, everybody's in heavy acquisition mode to boost their PV up. And it's like, Ring of Honor been, you know, they've been around just as long as TNA. And they, they hadn't evolved yet. To me, like, I think the window of opportunity for, like, the Bristols and shit, like, you know, acts like that has, has dried up. It's coming going because now, you know, they're older guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've been there pretty much since day one. So, it's like. You know, yeah, and, like, and the thing that they could hang their hat on for so many years, like ROH could actually say, like we have the best American wrestling. Like we just we just do. We have the best American wrestlers. We have the best American wrestling. Nothing is 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 pure wrestling like what we have. And then you know all those guys the have money, and then they're they're all everybody who put ROH on the map damn near has been a multi-time yeah. WWE champion. Well, no, you know, right. I think it's, but Cam, I don't even think it's as simple as, as that. It's 
the, the style has been adopted largely by the oh, that's my point. That, no, we're saying the same thing. Like, the, the, what they could present has been, like, that's the style now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have, um, like they're not set like when I look anymore. at uh, Alistair Black, uh, Cesaro, or when I look at uh, Tyler Bate, Walter, like, those things very much fit into ROH, but that's not even standard because those guys stand out, but you can get that elsewhere um, with better production value. Right. Absolutely. Right. You can see it on New Japan. You can see it in AEW. You can see it in NXT. Like, I think time has passed them by, and then not to mention, with a multi, you know, with a, you know, because their company don't get it twisted. Sinclair is a billion dollar entity in, in his own right. They never put nothing behind. They never really got behind uh, ROH. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they never, they, they never put the full, the full pedal to the bottom behind those guys. And it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Because it's like, they're behind. They're the ones that's behind the times now. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, you look at it, like take for instance, and you know I'm a big proponent of it. But but, but look at MLW. Yeah. They yeah, they're the numbers. They, they play rap music. When you when you said earlier, right to me, like, they are. Uh, yeah. To me, now that that's a cool promotion. Like, that's their food. And they remind me so much of, you know, because they kind of manage, they play hip-hop, you know, current hip-hop music, all type of things. And that all just current turns it out. Pops. Like music. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, unless they know W, you know, fucking Young Thug and, you know, yeah, and, yeah, you know, right. yeah I think so. But, yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely, their in-house right. production knows, like, at least, how to make a reasonable facsimile of what's going on, uh, what people are listening right. to. And that's all you need. Right. <laughs> or if that's all Absolutely. you can do, then yeah, at least they, they're doing that. So. Yeah, they, they're definitely doing that. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's coming across. And they're, to me, they're introducing, like, this proper, the best talent, you know, before it gets out. And that's what's reminiscent of me. You know, to that fact that ECW wants to, you know, the big two came along. Like, they're introducing all the guys, and then, you know, all the guys end up going to either AEW or WWE. You know, you got that with the Lucha Brothers. You got that with the, you know, Shane Swerve Stricklands and, you know what I mean, of that nature. Like, like they're the ones that, you know, bringing a lot of these guys from over, you know, from Japan, from Mexico and all that, and giving them their first platform you know, on TV, and they got a, you know, a good little situation happening with them and, um, you know, with the uh, being sports. You know, it ain't a big channel and all that, but, you know, still, they got their thing going on. And, you know, it's working out. Yeah, consistent from what I hear. I don't, I don't, I see some of their stuff on YouTube, but, uh, yeah, from their fans like it because it's, Consistent. Yeah, well, and then when Cornette then, talks about it, like on the tapings he's on, he's like, the reason he's there is because consistent, it's good, presented, like, you know. I mean, like, fucking I, wrestling. I, like, yeah. 
Cornette was one of my biggest and best managers, but sometimes, you know, his views can be a little bit. And I mean, I agree with what he's saying with MLW, but a lot of his views and shit is totally biased, you know. I think he might like the yeah. fact that. Like totally biased, you know what I mean? As far as like, I mean, don't get me fucked up because you know I listened to his review of All Out and he was pretty fair with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a lot of shit that could have, you know what I mean? They got work to do. Like nobody I mean, like, he come was, out and do. Who's a Cornet fan? Was like he, he was like I turned. He's like oh, dude, was treasure All Out. I'm like, sound like he's pretty fair to me. Like, like it's the same shit I've been talking about. <laughs> you know, but but he was yeah, I mean, like, trash in it. I, but I, I think I agree with you, nigga. But again, I still. I mean, let's be clear on that. Let's be let's be clear on that. Every fucking thing they're gonna do. Yeah, every fucking thing they do, we not gonna like. You know well, what I'm no, saying? Yeah, We're like I mean, we both of that shit. Yeah, we not gonna like. It. Yeah, it would be. It's like when you go back and watch those attitude stuff, attitude era stuff. A lot of that stuff is such garbage, right? Like they weren't coming. They were the attitude era was like how baseball how it's a fail upward, or how I forget how they put it out. But you can do something ten times and fail seven times, and you're a fucking superstar in baseball. If you hit hit three hundred, you're a goddamn millionaire. Uh, on the cover of stuff and and this you know maybe not all that first battle hall of fame yeah you certainly I mean let's you know you got a job till you just can't play no more um I mean let's be fucking honest a lot of that shit in the attitude era was gone (laughs) but it was not yeah it was like seventy thirty like not the last like I sat down and watched uh it was it was eight I think it was eight twenty six uh because it was yeah. Uh, when Triple H first won the title, I sat back and watched that whole Raw. I was like, wow, this is trash. <laughs> this is Road Dog and, and Billy and Jericho, like, having a, basically, like, everybody was having a free-for-all for the IC title and Jeff Jarrett in China. It, was, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Um, the main yeah, event stuff was, was good. Garbage. I was like, wow, this is what we, like, that was about this it. is what we celebrate. It, it was all right, but it wasn't, like, That was about worth. it. It was time. It was time. Right, it was times going head to head, looking head to head. That um, WCW had better shows than them, but people was just so on, you know, the Austin Rock, DX, you know, Train Express. You know what I mean? That it wasn't, you know what I mean? It wasn't coming across. It wasn't connecting. But um, yeah, for the most part, yeah, that shit was trash. A lot of that shit was trash. To me, the writing got better after Russo and Ferrara left, and that was, you know. Um, like the 2000 shit with um, you know, when Kurt Angle and them finally won the title and all that shit like that. To me, yeah, that's when yeah. the show starts. You know, the writing progressed. Like that era, 2000 to about 2001, they were on fucking fire. Except for the botch, you know, um, invasion shit. They fucked up that chicken bag. Cause that was a big bag right there that they could have, you know, they could have feasted off of that till about at least 2004. If they would have done it right. That's a weird That was my It's like how I feel about Secret Empire or Not Secret Empire, Civil War 2 Like most people that read yeah. comic books And weren't 
in their sixth month of reading comic books when the damn event started had their reasons and a lot of them very legit for why it wasn't a good event. I'm like, this is great, right? Because I'm fucking fresh, you know, jumping in, you know, my favorites are in this thing, and all kinds of great stuff is happening. Man, you're killing me. All kinds of, all kinds yeah. of shit is happening, and, and, you know, but a seasoned person that knows what the fuck they're looking at, or not even know what they're looking at, knows the context and knows history, are looking at that like, what the fuck is this? And I'm sitting there like, this is the best thing I've read in my, you know, six months of reading comic books. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I don't know. But I think it's going to be a different flavor. Like, everybody, this is a whole new generation of cats. I don't think, I, th- I mean, me personally, I don't think AEW should send no first shot. Like, if you want, you know, got to be the art of war. If you want to be strategic, let somebody, you know, let NXT or whoever throw the first let shot at you. Let them show their, let them show their hand. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Don't just jump out there and just, you know what I mean? Get Cody out there to cut a sly little promo and all that, you know what I mean? All that shit. Uh, focus on I think y'all. That's, that's hopeful. Uh, I think that's, 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 that's wishful thinking, uh, Mike. Opening segment. Matter of fact, the intro <laughs> to, you know, we that, are that's, AEW that's, is going to think I'll be taking shots. Two seconds. To in. me, that's one fucking thing. That's one fucking thing they got to can too on every fucking pay-per-view. I don't think they did it on this pay-per-view on All Out. I didn't I, I didn't catch the opening. I caught it like maybe 20 minutes in because I was having but, a buffer in this shit. But, um, like, I don't think they um did that shit. Like, to me, they should not open the show every fucking show with the elite on stage. Like, like that shouldn't happen every show. No. Not at all. Not at all. No. Get that guy. Is Shahadi still for, uh, doing production for Impact, or has he moved on to somewhere else? Get him to do your video packages. Get that James Earl Jones guy to do your damn intros. And call it a fucking oh. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. what I'm saying. So. Absolutely. Alright Mike, anything else before we uh, get out of here? Yeah, no. Oh shit, no, 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 no. No fucking hurry up, hurry up, Mike. I'm sorry, but hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Please. Alright. Uh, this is All the right, real reason too. Alright, I'm I'm gonna close with this and just um kick back and listen. Yeah. Um who takes the King of the Ring Monday? So it is Monday. Okay, we were wondering earlier. Are you sure about that? That it's Monday? Yeah. Yeah, they switched okay. it to Monday. I'm I'm gonna go with, with Baron Corbin. Uh, I, I think uh, he's in there moving uh, school school desks around. I'm gonna go with Baron I, Corbin uh, because King Gable is the lamest bullshit. Nice little story they got going, even though they got to it in this really fucking stupid way. It's really drag drag your talent down way. While you're supposedly building them up, uh, but King Corbin is an ine- it's got to be an inevitable. It's going to be the most obnoxious shit ever. And King Gable, we forget about it a week later. So it's got to be uh, it's got to be Corbin. Got to, got to, got to. And hopefully they have like a nice long drag out, you know, good batch. 
Hopefully Corbin has the best match of his career. But but uh, I got to go Corbin. So, okay. 845 has their hand up. Normally I wouldn't even like announce it and I'd just go right to him. But I'm going to give him a C. See? See? I knew it. I knew that was an accident. One of these days. Damn, he didn't just put his hand down. He hung the fuck up. Yo. He was like, I ain't risking it. <laughs> and bogarted me onto the show one too many times. Mm-mm. Damn, 845. That's why I was giving. Oh, here he's back. I wasn't going to bogard you on the show, 845. Chill out. Damn. You ain't have to hang up. Good Lord. I was just giving you the opportunity to press one to take yourself off, which... You, know, you, you did. <laughs> Let's get to an email. I thought that I thought today was the day. My, I, you know, I, my day was going to be made. My week, my year, my 2019 was about to be made. But you know, whatever. Eight four five, Huntington Valley. Don't even know who the fuck you who you is. You would think after all this time, three, four, five years, whatever it's been, he's like sending an email like, oh hey, this is you know. Dave from, you know, Western New York or wherever, 845. You know, I'm at work or I'm, you know, with my kids when the show's on and I don't want to, you know. But hey, Mystery Solved, it's me, Steve over here. Not even. I'm legit mad at a consistent, loyal fan. (laughs) Because they won't do an extra thing. Um, All right, let's uh, read Jabron's email. He uh, sent an email from Vegas. Uh, what's up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. How many title changes do you think we'll have this Sunday at Clash? Oh, let me bring up that. Uh, what is that Wikipedia article? So there's ten. Retain, retain. One, two. Maybe three, if if Strowman and 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 Seth lose to Rude and Ziggler. But yeah, I've got everybody. I've got everybody retaining, all the champions retaining. Yeah, the only ones I see might turn change hands is Seth and Braun tag titles, SmackDown tag titles with New Day and Revival, and and. Uh, and Sasha and Becky. And for real, for real, it could just be one. Or none. Fuck around and it's just be a real whole whole pattern pay-per-view. You got thoughts on this, Cam? You still there? Yeah, I, I think that Becky and uh Becky and Sasha is the one I'm pretty confident in everything else. I'm kind of like, hey, it might, might stay the same. I don't know. Also, hey. like Uber just pulled up to NXT. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, who is that? Oh, that's the driver. Uh, oh, they got the Uber X, too. Yeah. <laughs> she has a great look. Oh, that's she real. Really God damn. She got out with them boots. She don't even have a bag. What she has the SUV for? 
Come on, read with the carbon footprint. You need leg room. <laughs> I mean, she could have been a. It could have been an Uber play. Yeah, yeah, she was the last one to get dropped off. <laughs> that literally happened to me on Saturday. That was crazy. No, probably yeah. you know different campus folks. Like I need to go to the Thompson Building, and then, then over here we got to go to the Science and Tech Building, and then the the. The, the the arena is on the other side of campus, so I'll get I'll drop you off last. Is that okay? And she's like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, damn, this whole time we had somebody in the chat room for the first time in months, and uh, I missed out. Oh, two people in the chat room. Look at that. What's up, y'all? Um, so, uh, Jabron, second question. With NXT's first show on USA Network next week, how do y'all believe the show will do in the ratings? Uh, also, do you think we'll see any new talent next week? Uh, thanks for be listening to the show. <sighs> ratings, I think they'll do okay. I, I, I think they'll. I don't think they'll do. What did that AEW preach thing get? Like a third or half of what the thing the week before got in that place. So that's not good. It's a pre-show, but. That's not great. You want more people to be. It's not a pre-show, kickoff, whatever they or AEW calls them. <clears throat> but I think they do. I think they do half of what SmackDown does the night before. Yeah, maybe not even half. Maybe maybe for that first episode, it's it's more in line with SmackDown does compared to Raw. Like, they lose about 30% of that Raw audience the next night. Yeah. So, if they, I'm thinking they might lose about 30% of that SmackDown audience. But it could be more, and it could, again, it's the first night they could, people could be excited for it. Or they could just not be in a habit and forget all about it. And this is something that we got to look at a week, a month from now. Or say the, the shit, they only get two shows the 18th and then the 25th, and then the second. Wow, they only get two shows before AEW, so we only have two to compare before the head-to-head, so it kind of negates the point I was trying to make. But we still, a few months from now, we'll, or a few weeks from now, might be able to then settle in and look at look at, look at at the ratings. But I think they, at, at worst, do half of what SmackDown does at best. You know, only lose 15% of SmackDown, but I don't think they... Or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I think they do a million people. Um, I put that number on there. A million people. Yeah. I, just, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, like, what comes on TV on Wednesday. I don't know. I watch TV. Like, what? <laughs> what have been going up against? What's my first thing? Um, you know, uh, what, 7, 8 o'clock start. Um, yeah, I say the. And it's been pretty heavily advertised that this is like the new WWE show during the week. So even if you're not a network person, I think you're going to be interested in this. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm to do a million. I think, it's... I think that's a more than safe bet, uh, a million viewers. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting they do more than that. But for me, that would be on the low end. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting, the, the response, the critical response. How does that affect it going forward? I guess at this point, if, 
if, if Vince was, you know, if Vince was uh, quote unquote jealous of NXT, that would have already shown. But getting on TV and coming into his territory that way, we to say that it's like, what do you mean his territory? He owns all of it. But I don't think he necessarily. Was this guy in the first round of the breakout tournament? Um, Boa, yeah. Because I remember, like, just remembering how tall Maybe he was. Maybe Was it Boa or uh, just Boa? Well, who owned his back? Carlos? Does he cup? Does he do that cupping therapy? There's your, there's your Falcon Arrow. I haven't seen it yet. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Boo! Hey! Pet him! That's enough! What you doing? It's the most deadly move in the, in the world. Pet him! You, you got this. For how tall Damn. this guy is. I mean, he, I want to say, is he a Chinese guy? I think I think he is from China specifically. I think so. I actually remember that first match. I was like, wow, this guy's tall. All right. Thanks, Jabron. Appreciate your email. That's, uh, Head back to the oh well I don't know if Craig I guess Craig knows the routine so I'm not going to bring Craig on uh, Yo Boris what's going on What's going on Craig How you going Not too much I guess you're going to uh, just um, bombard me huh Yeah Why not <laughs> I'm just listening. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm not really invested in, you know, that product at this point in time. So I'm just basically been watching New Japan. And You're not I'm even watching uh, NXT or AEW? Not keeping up with them? Not even, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not into NXT either. And, what about, um, but not AEW? I, decide, I, I decided that AD, AEW is not for me. Some of the stuff that they want to do, you know, I just can't rip it. Now, I'm into Dean Am, Dean, uh, you know, John Moxley when he was in New Japan. But sure. There's other stuff. I'm, I'm into the Jericho part, but the new people, it's just, it's some of the characters, I'm not going to speak of. It's, it's, it's too new for me. You know what I'm saying? Some of the stuff I just can't. I, I actually understand. I think I understand. Now, now but, there's some but, stuff in there that I, you know, so you know, it's entertaining. But as the wrestling product that I want, I have to just roll with uh, New Japan. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I can look at. Yeah. You know, you can watch something. But you know, okay. NXT like the Orange Cassidy thing. Right, but look at the Orange Cassidy thing. He's entertaining. And, and unique, but what do you want to do with that? The, yeah. the dude, no, no, no. It's, with it's hands, dumb as shit, you know? and I love it. Well, That's people like, compete in a wrestling match. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. No, but I, I like a, God, God, fan, And I was the same way, uh, Boris. Like, Moxley, Black Tights Moxley in, in the G1 was, like, my favorite and, uh, new thing. Like, it just... Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Just great and... Intense and about business and yeah and, and yeah. you know even though I think AEW has some of that in them like there is a lot of a lot of show 
in AEW. Like, I, I'm not, even though I get the, I understand, like, the, the gimmick, I'm not huge on the Bucks. Um, I think that, you know, going move, 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 move is not ideal for me. Um, I think there's, there's a middle ground there, but, yeah, it is progressing in a way that, you know, if you're if you're big into like a tournament style New Japan, this does not hit the same. That's, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, and like I said, I was never a Kenny Omega fan. I mean, I enjoyed the matches, but he wasn't the guy I was watching New Japan for. So him leaving wasn't impactful. Nakamura was impactful. You know, and it just to see that he doesn't want to come back is very disappointing. Because I want to come back I know. And me and Tony talked about that, too. Me and Tony, she said the same thing you said. He ain't gonna get me to drop them checks. You know, I understand that. <laughs> it ain't even the money. I mean, it is the money, but it's like he doesn't. He does not have to. Like, it's crazy that we're talking about WWE in this context after you know all the years and all the bumps and bruises and all the deaths. That it's like, no, he in WWE trying to you know not destroy his body because as even yeah. though he might have to wrestle two hundred times a year. He puts. He understands putting that all together. Don't even match fifty New Japan dates. No, you know, yeah, like as far as like how he, he likes. He likes up here. He likes he's it. You know, third I mean, how long he's trying to do that shit? So, yeah, I mean, so I just stick with you know what's going on now, and then like I said, I was talking to Rich, and you know the the, the young the, the the young audience that's coming up now, the all three of the dojos. It's very good. I'm looking at these new guys. I'm like, man, you look at them, you can see the potential. You know what I'm saying? And you just mm-hmm. wait for them to go through the go through the pro, you know, go through the program as they do, and and see them evolve into something. But you get to see it from the beginning. So it's not like I'm not getting some new characters, uh, like um, AEW. I'm actually getting brand new characters too. And these guys are very good, but they got to go through a process. And you know, eventually somebody's gonna stand out from all of them, and we, even the American guys that's over there. I mean, this dude, this one of these dudes, he got real good hops, and I, I ain't got their names down yet. But I just saw him the other day, and I was like, I had, I had texted Rich, and I said, who's these new guys? He said, yeah, it's three, it's, you know, the American JoJo, the, the New Japan, and he said one other name that I never, never heard of before. But it's just so much potential coming up with the new people too. So I, you know, I'm just gonna see what's happening over here with the Jericho situation until that rise out, and then whatever happens with the, the version of the AE version, AEW version of John Moxley, because that's a thing too. What is he gonna? How he's gonna be over here? So that's you know, pretty much. Yeah, that's a shame that we didn't get to see what they were planning to do with Moxley and Omega. But it could be a blessing in disguise, and they have they're they're forced to save it for, for uh, and the TV audience gets to see the whole, the whole thing instead of having having come into TV in the match they've already had a match. So it's one of those things that could fuck around and be good for both of their careers. Not to get in their damn second and elbow infection that that you know seriously right. detrimental to your health is. It's good, but you know, silver linings. So. And I and just just listening to the Jericho prom, the promo, 
by him having the belt, I couldn't see Kenny Omega doing a promo like that, you know, or the uh, the other guy. Was it? Was it? Well, does Kenny Omega drink champagne? Oh, that's oh, the that's bubbly, the bubbly, <laughs> the bubbly. You know, it just Jericho's on a real high right now, and yeah. it, it, it just keeps coming up with something. He keeps coming up with you know new shit. It's just amazing at this stage in the game. You really don't care. He fucking gets out there and and he be he's one of the best heels next to uh, Jake, the, uh, the other guy, the the other dude in a, uh, AEW. You know what I'm saying? That heals it up real hard. Uh, M- MJF. Yes. Yes. So it's, you know, it's so like Jericho I, has 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 reached that he's uh, that part where you're like an athlete and athletics. It's like where your your physical peak meets your you know, your intellectual peak, like, you don't want to be, you know, 35, like, shit, all these things I know, but I can't do it with my 35-year-old body, but, man, if I give, give my 25-year-old self this this basketball knowledge or this whatever your your, your thing is, he's kind of like at that zenith where, I don't want to say zenith, because he's certainly not at his physical peak, but he's good enough physically but he's also old enough and smart enough to where the zinger, he's still good off the top and, and, and sharp. But he also, because he has that old man thing of not giving a fuck, right? Where you take more, where you take more chances, where you don't necessarily care if you look corny because, you know, what the fuck? I care if a bunch of, what a bunch of 20 year olds think of me. Kind of, kind of attitude that you, 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 you just, naturally start having the older you get. Like, I do not care what's cool or what's in the mainstream. Um, uh, you know, I'm playing this Locks album again. Fuck y'all. Uh, kind of attitude. So, um, yeah, I think right now and headed into TV, if he this, yeah, he's he's hitting on uh, all the cylinders. That's the, and that's the part I'm looking forward to. And once he's done, then I just go back to, you know, New Japan. But I'm really looking forward to... <laughs> I'm really looking forward to how he carries out because he, you know, the next person and he's the bar. He's raised the bar where, man, who's gonna really shut this guy up? You know what I'm saying? You I mean, I really don't know how this next match. And I, this is the part I enjoy when someone talks me in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's I think we all, all enjoy. Doing. Whether we acknowledge it we, consciously, understand it consciously or not. That's the the that's why promos and everything. That's why interviews in every combat sport, even uh, even your team sports, are necessary. And this is without you know, traditional yeah. TV. Yeah, this yeah. Is without traditional TV. And that's, that's another reason I've given them a, a decent amount of passes. Like you know what, I can't really really get on them until. They have they're doing their stuff TV. weekly on yeah yeah like I'm judging them on these one off pay per views or fighter fest or or whatever and they already said they not what they're doing what we see now is not gonna be on TV and that's understandable so I'm just going to so. see how they're gonna execute this and they also have to they, they have to start taking into account look my man Mike in Cincinnati has already bought a platinum pass to the to the uh, what's it called? Rush? All, all rush, rush job? 
Gears of War. I don't know. Whatever their Baltimore pay per view is in November. <laughs> he already Gears is. Gears of War. You're stupid. Full gear. <laughs> full gear. Yeah, yeah. I legit didn't full give him. So he's going to full gear. He's going to fucking Baltimore. This motherfucker been all out. All, I'm sorry. All in. Double or nothing. All out. Now he's going to goddamn full gear. Like, wow. what the hell? They have to start. Like, they have to get people that are in those cities to come to their show. And, and you know, you can't count on people flying in, driving in from all over the thing, all over the country to their shows. It's good that you have those fans that will. Don't don't hold me. I mean, that is absolute. Absolutely critical, but they got to start convincing people that oh shit, this thing's coming to my town. I need to, I need to see this. Like Willis, he's going to that first show in DC, and but still, they need to think start. And as it need to start, they haven't. They they can only sell the tickets that they have, and if, if right. people from Oklahoma buy them for a show in fucking Dallas or Montreal or whatever, then that's just how it is. Uh, and I absolutely have to give them a chance to to develop a fan base and stuff. But but like I said a few months ago, the momentum of selling, having these sellout tickets when you go in these open these these venues, these first time, you know they sold out when they, for their Philly t- TV, their Boston TV, everywhere they're selling out. It's like all right, well, can they once they start running TV and people see the shit, are they going to be as excited four months from now to buy up tickets for five months from now? So it's yeah, a lot of it's just we gotta we gotta give them an actual chance to you know show and prove. Why do you think New Japan hasn't came to to Chicago yet? You know, because they keep going back to LA. And it's all probably the is because when I was logistics. I mean, I flying into LA from Japan is a hop, skip, and a jump. Okay. I mean, that's far as yeah, relative to air, you know, flying across the world, across the planet. It's right there across the Pacific Ocean. It's not a big deal. It's like going from London to New York. Yeah. And on Twitter, they was tweeting, come on, New Japan, come to Chicago sometime. We're tired of L.A. <laughs> you know, yeah. that just show you that, you know, we wait. You they know, got their numbers. Oh, yeah, I forgot right. you were in Chicago. They got their internal numbers. They know where the money is where what what's feasible to to run and obviously LA is makes the most sense to them. For yeah, now. I, I like would, to say they're waiting hopefully that. they uh, they give you all something. But yeah. All right. Well it was good to talk to you. I'm I'm glad I uh, I brodied you onto the show. I'm here, you know I'm I'm always here. You 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 indeed are. I'm I'm <laughs> yes. I want to appreciate you and shout out all the OG listeners and loyal listeners like Boris and 845 and his punk ass uh, and, and all you guys. So uh, Let's, um, you know what, before we go to our next call, Cam, give a full-throated hearty plug for all the things you are doing and having the works. Yeah. Weird suggestion. Um, so let's see. This, this Fruit, is interesting. Um, so Monday we had the uh, episode seventy nine of the South Congress podcast, primarily talking, uh, you know, 
the Antonio Brown situation where we had up to date, you know, me dealing with uh, newfound social media fame and getting into it with the barbs. Um, that was cool. Uh, today we had episode 16 of, actually episode 17 of the Goose Down, um, where I reviewed all the books in the uh, R.L. Stein Goosebumps series. We did Why I'm Afraid of Bees today. Um, tomorrow is episode 7 of I Just Want to Tell Stories. Um, so Thursday is the day it comes out. And then tomorrow evening, if you're in the Austin area, um, from I Just Want to Tell Stories and the Mahogany Project and South Congress Podcast, um, I'm going to be on a panel of creatives at UT Austin um, just having what we call the kickback. Um, you know, talking to students about being creative, about the process, about making connections, about the process. So, um, you know, my first time kind of doing like a, a speech event thing in my alma mater, so that's really cool. Um, and then Friday will be the uh, video treatment for I Just Want to Tell Stories. So, yeah, really, uh, really cool, busy week, fighting off being sick. <laughs> so I'm full of medicine right now, and hopefully that uh, that holds up. Is Tariq only a behind-the-scenes guy, like writing his plays and, and that kind of stuff, producing stuff? Uh, but, I mean, in listening to him, you're like, man, you should do, like, acting. Like, why is he fucking, he, like, he's, yeah, super interesting and charismatic and, like, you know, just, you just want to watch the guy. Yeah, Maybe, and, you know, Joe's good in his, his interaction with everybody's good, but yeah. I'm like, man, this Tariq guy's yeah. fucking charming as hell. I mean, his, um, like he's a young Yeah, his mental health advocacy stuff is really cool. Um, so he does speeches. Like he did. Um, he had an event this last Saturday um, about, uh, I believe, suicide awareness at Houston Tillotson. So he does get up in front of people and talk. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. So he does. That's a that in him. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool shit, man. Um, let's. Uh, you know what? complain but it's no reason to i mean there's no reason really to so let's get it yeah yeah ain't nobody listening anyway exactly what's up yo (laughs) nothing what's uh what you doing what's uh what's on your wrestling line Uh, i'm working right now uh uh just bullshitting about to take my ass home excuse my language i'm about to take my butt home in the next 30 minutes and you know what i'm about to do so get home i'm on the 2k as usual Say what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm on the 2K, brother. Oh, uh, so what's that? What we have been talking about? I'm sorry, I just, I just tuned yeah, in. What I've been talking I mean, about? A few things, but I wanted to get your opinion uh, on um, goddamn Tony Storm <laughs> losing the NXT UK Women's Championship to Kaylee Ray. 
Yeah, it's something that I'm missing too because I I I didn't ignore the text, but I didn't answer the text, or maybe I guess that isn't ignoring. But you were saying that, that they were that that, that 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 the UK they were making you hate Tony Storm. Why? Because she lost the fucking game. Right. That, that was all it was. <laughs> like she tried. Like to me, like oh, you lost that bitch. You trashed. Sorry. <laughs> I just. No, but they didn't do anything. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, but they I'm didn't. They, but no, no, no. It wasn't just that she lost. It was the the stuff with the the, the personal stuff and where you're going with that and how she but, made but, it but cry again, I understand. I understand that. But why does that make you hate? But why why is that making you hate her though? Because that's corny. She's okay, but okay, but out of all the people of Tony Storm and you, you and me have talked about Tony Storm being uh, having a couple screw. Uh, uh, looking at her, I mean, uh, uh, it's like you can't tell that, and that's ignorant to say. But we, well, I've said this to you on the phone oh, that she going. looks like that she looks like she's got a couple screws loose to begin with. So how come you no, how no, come no, you no, can't no, get no, by? No, 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 I don't, I don't want that because when you say I, I, I said me. I said that I said I no, said that on the phone no, to you. No. I'm, but when you say screws loose, that implies uh, like she's you know crazy or in, irrational or whatever, whatever. I think without being <laughs> using certain words, it had, it was a chromosomal kind of genetic You were talking about her <laughs> mental capacities in a genetic. Listen, if you if you say that's tactful, I'll go with you, yes. But yeah, so she was <laughs> You know, but yeah, so honestly with that, I just don't I honestly I just don't maybe it's just because I'm so enamored with her looks and just how I, I just I like her and I like her in the ring. I just I'm not getting that vibe. I actually like the dynamic. I like the fact that she you I mean look at everything. They brought you in out of like what, three weeks or a month of or maybe less than that of, of hype. They did this video package and then they did this video package about how they were all they knew each other for years and all this. You know and that's all the matter about wrestling friends and how anytime oh best friends and oh, we're so close. And it's just like okay, that. Okay. Cool. But that, but that's what happened. So, but I think honestly, the story hit, and the story got with me, and I thought it was awesome. I'm not to be honest with you. When Kylie, Kaylee Ray came into the, um, when she debuted, I really, really, you know, I had a negative opinion of her because I just didn't like her. Oh, but honestly, she's this story, so the way to like her now. Oh, that's weird. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. She's she's so just this whole thing. The the, the 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 meme of the, the two the two dudes broke shaking and it was like you know our mutual hatred for Kaylee right that's just the the, the one side fading away and I'm over here by myself with, with all the hatred. <laughs> now now that aside and just thinking rationally about it my man Mike he says it's because she's going to NXT proper so I, so her Rhea Ripley on their way to, to to NXT proper. How do you feel about that? Who's the next, who's, if it ain't Kaylee Ray, who's the next baby, because she ain't a baby face, but is, is Piper Niven the, the, the chosen, like, baby face woman over there? Piper Niven, to be honest with in the, in the back, you know who I wish it would be, even though a lot of people don't like her? I wish they would give Jenny some run. I, I, it's something about that girl that 
I just said something about her that arrogance. That hang out with uh, with, with, the, with Gabby. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. With her, she. I mean, she's not that great in the ring. I'll be real, but with her uh, arrogance and the way she comes across, and she bumps like crazy. Like she takes, she be high and tight all she day. She bump a goddamn vertebrae out of her neck because she's so little. Yo, she bumps like a fucking. She's ridiculous, but. I, I, but honestly, I think that what they're going to do, I'm not sure. But I think they're going to push Nina Samuel. I'm not sure because she okay. lost her first five matches. Nina Samuel is the 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 the, the, the superstar. She's the worst pink. She's got this. She's like a. I don't even know how to describe her, but she's like Nina Samuel. You, I can't believe you don't know who she is. She lost like her first. But if she's just a jobber, I probably just haven't committed her. Business. She was a jobber. She was a jobber for like the first three or four weeks, like every match she lost. But she's been getting a lot of video packages and a lot of this, you know, a lot of you know, backstage Attention. time. Yes. So I just really feel like that's who they're going to do. I'm not sure, and she's not bad. I mean, she's not. I'd rather her they do with Isla Dawn with her with her lisp having ass. But. I'd rather it be Isla Dawn or something like that because that's what I like. But Piper Evans is number one, of yeah. course. Okay. I, I mean, that's just – I mean, just when you're looking at positioning and how people – it might go, though, but she jobbed the Rhea Ripley. Like, number one, that was not a job. Like, we throw around these terms that a lot of us are, are just knee-jerk kind of how it is. But that's mm-hmm. not – a job is a job. Like no. you go in there, you go in there, you do the job, you get out, and that was usually in the context of something less than three minutes. Was squeezy, uh, yeah. classic East Coast gas vernacular. Um, but do it. I was like, so everything. I was like, so did Hogan job to Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania Six? Like, no, he fucking lost a built-up giant program. And well, that's like that's that like whoa, 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 but that's like that's like a lot of terms. Not just in the wrestling world, but yeah, in the world, like we we take and we just the nature of language when it's generational. It's this per, the next generation don't necessarily have use it in the same context. They might not even know how to use it in the same context. Yeah, and, and that's there you go. Not it, yeah, yeah. Point. yeah. But still, like I hear job, but no, man, she just she lost because Rhea's going to fucking NXT, and that's how you do things. Like. But, Rhea ain't gonna lose, and even the next week, two weeks later, go challenge the goddamn baddest woman in wrestling, uh, arguably right now. No, and you can't say the person right. she beat in a built-up match that's been a few builds for three months. Jobbed. It's just flippant and dismissive of 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 in this case, Piper Niven or whoever. I'm good, with you. I'm with you on that, bro. Uh, are you watching you. any mainstream stuff? We're on SmackDown. Uh, it's just basically uh, and off and on, like, out? you're looking. Did, did I see what? I didn't hear you. All out. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been, yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, it was a good pay-per-view, but, I mean, honestly, AEW, in my opinion, hasn't, I mean, well, they're not supposed to. I mean, they're, I'm, they're, they're, they're alternative, but they haven't done anything to blow me out the water. They've had good matches. They've had matches that I've expected them to have, whereas highly athletic Doing the extra, going the extra mile, you know. I mean, the fucking young bucks almost killed the goddamn cells, and I was pissed. I, 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 the young bucks, and you, he did a cradle, he did a cradle package power driver on a ladder. Like the way it was, it was just looked like I was like, there's no way they could fake this. This dude's gonna die. That match was awesome. 
but I could see you looking at that match and be like, turn it like, like, oh my god, this is ridiculous, because they really pushed the envelope in that match, in my opinion. But um, overall, it was a pretty good night. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't know what I wanted to ask you. How do you yeah. feel about that finisher with Jericho? Because I'm beginning to like it. I didn't like it at first, but how are you feeling with the uh, basic back elbow? Or, the uh, basic yeah, back elbow. elbow knocking people I out. Mean, yeah. Andrade has a similar move. I don't know if he's finishing people with it, but, you know, I bet Jer- the, the, the reasoning, and I think it's fine, and I bet the reasoning is if I can get this over, it's going to, it's going to obviously cut. years old he is is, a, is a, a, a real a real concern and you know and every match not what? taking unnecessarily and if you can get a damn back elbow elbow over and um, and that's what he did. Like, yeah. it's crazy, and it's out of nowhere. And I'm really like, I was like a back that's elbow, beat, and that's what uh, I kept doing. Uh, what's his name at at double or nothing? That's how he beat Omega. Mm-hmm. So, I think I think that's where he debuted. Yeah, and him and him and Hangman. Even though I'm not like Hangman Page, that guy. Even though I hardly yeah. even paid attention to him when he was in New Japan, or they, and I understand. I, I or Ring of Honor, yeah, I understand why paying attention to him now. Why they are high on him because he is entertaining like a motherfucker. He is. I can't even lie. Like he is very entertaining. Like I remember that ladder match he had in the first pay per view he had with uh, I think it was Joey Janela. That was pretty cool too. That you know, even though it was like a like a, a hardcore type match, you know, that was a, you know I, I like Adam Page. Adam Page is honestly becoming one of my favorite guys for some reason, even though his gimmick is dated as hell. I, I'm really, I'm really, really feeling it. Well, maybe it's not dated, but when it you, just seems like tough. Oh, Cowboy. Oh, when you when you see a when you see like a Jimmy Havoc getting booked by AEW, oh, that makes he's you so annoying uh, to look at. Does that make you? You know, hopeful for their future, or go, or like, why are they booking this fucking indie-rific hardcore fuck? Because, unsurprisingly, I'm like, why are they booking this indie-rific hardcore fuck? Who brings nothing? I mean, Staples fucking pay dollar, paper uh, dollar bills to people's foreheads in 2019. That's what we're doing in that in a national promotion. For real? Right. Yeah. Uh, it's a part. Uh, I don't know what the fuck to tell you, bro. Right, it's a part of. It's, it's a Michael part of the business. Well, they're giving everybody everything. No, fuck everybody. Everybody don't deserve something on a national program. Fuck out of here. Well, Choose where you're going to be. You going to be serious wrestling, or you going to be garbage bullshit? Or how can MD. you say that though? Well, how can you really say that though? Just like this. How, you be- I, I said it. Get <laughs> my words in my diaphragm, motherfucker. Fucking me. How can I say that? Well, I don't. I can't. I can't get on board with that. But it's it's a it's a, it's a section out there that loves that shit. I could personally, I could personally do without the staples and all that other stuff that goes on. I could personally do without it. But but you honestly, you get people like Darby Allen out of it, and you know he's going to be something great one day, in my opinion. So so you know you know somebody that can. So that's somebody that can that can impress you in all sorts of ways. We'll, we'll see. I understand where you're coming from. And Jimmy Havoc's annoying as hell. Like that's one of the people that I chose not to like in AEW. Maybe because of that whole 
that whole gimmick, that whole I think I seen him what? Didn't wasn't he doing that like ten, fifteen years ago? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like so it's just like it I'm like fucking, I, it was yeah. trash back then, but at least it was like oh six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, you know, twelve so, years younger. And not a fucking yeah, yeah, homeless guy yeah, that looked like he rolled and, up in trashy and to make and to and and to make it even more bring it home, like your boy MJF even like said it a couple of times. Like if you watch either oh. Vignette or he said it, he said like he called it he said a fifty year old or something still in his emo phase or some shit like that. Oh no, he said that. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, what the hell is going I on here? I just want people that, like, that can afford. My thing is, I go back to, like, Jack Evans. Like, Jack Evans, t- t- 10, 12 years ago, when he got his big shot on TNA, came on TV, mm-hmm. came on national TV. I think at that point, they might have been on Spike TV with his boots with duct tape on because they had, you know, holes and shit in them. Like, they couldn't right. go, fam, fam, here, what are you, a size, what are you, nine and a half? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Yo, Sandra in fucking wardrobe. Can we get a nine and a half boots, purple or blue, whatever the fucking outfit is, and get the guys some boots, right. or, or 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 hire guys that can you know take more pride in how they're fucking showing up on national TV. Go stop. Go hey, you know what? I'm going to take my meth money and buy some boots because this is an opportunity to get more money to buy more meth. Like look at it in the pragmatic business, you know, in the business <laughs> way. Fuck. Like how you you know so okay I, I extended rant over <laughs> no but you know, I, I you know I can't I'm not I'm I got you I got you but like I said I still I still say that there are people out there that want to see that shit oh so, I it is know it is. this right this is not news yeah. to me yeah that is no, the it's just, you know uh, yeah you, yeah you gotta go but uh, those people who are going to p- try to appeal to better people not these fucking assholes. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, some people would turn around and say some. Some people exactly. Some people would turn around and say you just said some <laughs> fucked up shit. But okay, yeah, we'll, we'll just leave it at that. Fucking things I say. <laughs> no, I'm I'm people. I'm better people. I'm better than you. you fucking amen. Hey, fucking men. <laughs> I love that. I fucking love that. Look, yeah. I gotta get. I gotta close this yeah. shit out and get out of here, man. Appreciate I'm gonna say, I'll talk to y'all time, next man. week. Constellation. I love y'all. See y'all. All right, Drake. Marjorie Purnell, everybody. Let's uh, let's keep this uh, keep this vehicle moving, and we'll talk to Craig, and then we'll talk to Darrell, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Craig, what's happening? What up? Hey, what's going on? Not too much, man. Hey, Blitz, what's on your mind? Lay down. Lay down, buddy. Sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. Uh, from a couple of things that were brought up on the the, uh, the show today. Mm-hmm. The Jack Evans thing, you, you keep going back to Jack Evans, but there's a lot of people like me that haven't seen Jack Evans. And I think that there's a, it's one of those things with like Kenny Omega that a lot of people were talking about in the last week, you know, week and a half and whatever is, Oh, Kenny! You're making Kenny Omega look like a jobber. Well, people don't know who Kenny Omega is that are watching the TNT product. A lot. So you I mean, said a lot that about the Pac match or something. Yes, yes. People how are like you, again, Kenny Omega. The word jobber. How do you look like a jobber? How do you look like a jobber in a match that people are in, are saying matches the year potentially? Right. Well, that's that's kind that's of my not point, how this but, works. But, but one of the thing, I mean, one of the things 
I've heard, I've listened to podcasts and all that shit. And people, and people I actually, you know, like are saying this thing. And I'm like, I, I, me and you are in a different position that we've actually seen Kenny Omega in New Japan. There's going to be a lot of people on TNT that want to. Like when Bailey came up to uh, NXT or from NXT, yeah, and was on the main roster. A lot of people were talking about running yeah, back that story. People didn't know who she was or something. Somewhere right, right, and they should have redid that storyline where she's the underdog. She's the, you know, she's the fan favorite. And then she reaches the pinnacle like Johnny Gargano, and. It never happened. So I'm thinking that for Kenny Omega, not that he's, you know, not that he's down as far as like Bailey would have been, but but it's kind of like that with the Jack Evans thing. It's like I don't know who, I don't know anything about the duct tape and all that stuff you just talked about. There's a lot of things I don't know about from all these well, guys. I don't think you need they context to, to know. Them. I don't think you need to have seen Jack Evans. In 2019, or, or seeing his past stuff, yeah, seeing him for the first or, you know, first few times in 2019, you take him for what he is now. And what is he now? He's a, you know, broken down yeah, high flyer guy, indie, you know, guy. And I don't, I don't want to make it all about Jack Evans, but sure, a lot of these people are being introduced to the for the first time to a specific audience, oh, like Darby yeah. Allen. No. My, my argument is don't introduce these people to a to a national wide audience. Jack Evans has no business on anybody's national promotion. These creepy fucking uh, these the guys he hangs with with the masks or whatever. Like those guys, get the fuck. That's not a national act. Get that out of here. That is that is bullshit. Those you know some of the other stuff. So that's my argument. Not that they need to reintroduce them or how they're introducing them. It's that they don't belong there. I'll go with right. that on the dark order. I I don't know if I'm gonna I'm gonna play that with, like, mm. like because dark order is clearly a failure. But those, oh, okay. those right. I'm not speaking out of fucking you know, you know I'm not sitting here being a mean guy. It's yes, obviously a failure. So kid it the fuck. Like if that makes it to TNT, boy oh boy. And I have some faith that that they're. not my my mode that's not my speed but it doesn't mean i don't think it'll work on tv like um yeah I, i'm not really like out on any acts that i don't think would go over like i don't want tommy dreamer taking up AEW TV time but no i mean whatever stick sticks like they have two hours to fill it can't be the same mix of cody the bucks omega 
every, you know, every show because those guys need to be special. I'm, I'm pretty open-minded as far as it comes to, to AEW. Um, you know, I, I think that tag team matches are really where they're going to be able to create some distance. And I'm excited for the tag team that they have. Like, I, I think that, that, that's going to work out just fine for them. So I'm not really down on anybody that they bring in. Um, like, it's not like Impact with Johnny Swinton. Which is just <laughs> a shot like crazy, legit. Johnny Swinger has won less than two matches a year every year since 1993. That's not an exaggeration. He's won like 1.9 matches a year since 1993. Wait, 1993? I was a freshman. Wait, no, he's yeah, 10 years older than me. So yeah, are you saying he's his first match was in '93? They signed him today, like present time. Last, like this last month, Impact signed him. Wow, I thought we were talking about because he had a run with them. Uh, I'm pretty sure because everybody did, but he had a bit of a run in like '04. I thought that's what you were talking about. Wow, he's the. Oh my God, Johnny Swinger, a swinger and. and McNulty or whatever he was in a tag team. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. But no, they could pair him up with uh, that. They could be. They could pair him up with uh, Jack Swagger or Jack Hager, and they can be Swagger and Swinger. How about that? There you go. <laughs> no, that was, right. that was a bad joke. That was, all right. it was um, pretty terrible, Craig. Pretty terrible. Uh, I, you know, um, I, I feel bad. I, wasn't, I, didn't, I didn't even want to say it, but uh, mm. no. The uh, the other thing is that I uh, about the TV the TV issue uh, with a and the 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 live TV aspect of TN or not TN, <laughs> AEW and NXT. Yeah. A lot of times when when you guys talk. And I'm not talking about YouTube specifically. I'm talking about wrestling, sure. like voices. Yeah. Um. You nobody goes to shows. Like Wade, never goes to show like the Raw in Minneapolis. You guys don't go to the shows in Austin. Pam did recently, but like a lot of a lot of people just don't go to shows and they just you know do do the reviews and whatever from wherever they're at. So mm-hmm. I'm asking you guys. When when NXT, if they do traveling, or AEW, when they come to your area, are you going to try to go to those shows? Or are you just going to be, like, playing it by ear, seeing how the prices are? Or are you just going to watch well, it at home, just to, you know, watch the TV product like you always do? It's, it's like a not-so-secret secret that we talk about sometimes, but don't. Like, we kind of get to go to those things for free. Um, so, oh, yeah. A lot of it, it's it's not so much like going because we're not interested. A lot of it is scheduling. Like you know, we have we have you know full time careers, and sometimes it's hard to get to things. But like I'm making it more of a a priority to go to these live shows because I think that like that's all that also needs to be part of this like analyst journalist thing. Like we need to be able to to kind of speak towards that. So like like I went to that last raw. Like I'm not making it a point to go to more shows. Like right now, Craig, the plan is for us to go to. Uh, 
to Royal Rumble and like do some things that weekend in Houston. So we're working towards that. But um, yeah, I mean, I wanted to go to uh, to NXT in San Antonio, but that was it happened to be on a Tuesday night, and I get out late on Tuesday. So yeah, I'm I'm making an effort to go to more shows. I think we need to be able to talk about that aspect too, um, not just what we see on TV, but what people are saying in the arenas and what the feel is for things. So my answer is no, but yes. I'm not going to try but to do, do more because I am trying to do more. That, that's my, my question is, do you want to go? If it wasn't a, yeah. like something you thought that was better for your, yeah, you know, what you do. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I want to, to experience what other people are experiencing. Um, and really it's something that changed with, um, you know, with, with my personal stuff uh, as far as South Congress. Like we, we did an interview and Peanut was like, well, we did the interview. We should go to this guy's show. Um, like yeah, and that, that opened up a lot of doors for us. So yeah, like I want to go to that to, to shows that we talk about because I think it gives us added perspective on these things. So absolutely. Trav, I basically had to drag your ass to Vegas. Like you were, you were like, I'm not going. Fuck this shit. And I'm like, Trav, come on, man, we're here. Come on. And you, you know, worked your way way to Vegas. So are you are you, you gonna work your way to an Austin show? Is that what you mean by wait? Is that what you mean by dragging me by buying me a ticket? No, 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 dragging you as far as like the plane issues and things like that and oh, you know all oh, that. Oh, that was my fault. You, you were like, what's this? <laughs> I was at the airport, <laughs> ready to get on the airplane, and the airplane it was like, sorry y'all, go the fuck home. You can't get to where you going, and we don't have a way for you to get there. Like, you mad at me for that? Oh, no, no, no! I'm saying you put in your dollars per hour on the journey, like from from there to here, or from there to Vegas. But yeah, no. I, like, are you going to put in those dollars for? Well, you don't. I mean, like Cam just broke up the business and the kayfabe and all that. Um, <laughs> are you are you gonna are you gonna try to go to an Austin show if you have? Yeah. Are you gonna make time for AEW, NXT, whatever? Yeah, I probably not. Like the desire to go to a live show when I now have to drive there and park and drive back <laughs> is not there at all. Like back in Philly, it was whatever. I'd catch a sub and be at the stadium in 15 minutes and drink or do whatever I want and it was, everything's all good. Take a sub back. Um, so it's different down here. Um, so, so the desire is less, but it's still like, I don't have a desire to go to live shows because I don't like live shows. I'd rather be at home and hearing the commentary. You, you as a commentary guy, you understand that. Yeah, yeah. I'm big- <clears throat> um, but yeah, like stadiums and, and $8 hot dogs and, uh, uh yeah, not my, not a, not something I'm, I'm, I'm in a rush to do. Like when we, like every time I've been to a show, like when I went way in 2016, we, uh, we caught, you know, it was, again, it's in an urban kind of close environment, you know, Newark. And also you're going with me, he's a Hall of Fame journalist, so, I mean, no, no, that's I the whole I just mean the literal up. logistics of, of getting there. It's like, no, you catch the subway to New York and they're trying, you know, to Newark from New York. Manhattan or whatever, it's just easy when you're in the city like New York or Newark or Philly, but here I have to now 
Drew drive and park and it's a pain in the fucking ass. Uh, that's 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 me literally and my the, the drug of uh, yeah. Or I could I could talk to this we were thirty bucks in Uber. Well, no, we, we, me and Miz were even talking about this on Sunday about, you know, the the uh, downtown aspect of it, like because uh, WWE just snubbed Toledo for the first time for a year, you know, since I've been watching again in 2014. They put the they put the SmackDown up in Detroit. Usually they would do all in Detroit. Is that the December show? I don't remember what month it was. Yeah, that, that, that's not really necessary. But they, yeah, they they usually do. They usually did Raw in Detroit, SmackDown in Toledo because it's a lesser damn city. But now that they're going to be on Fox, they did uh, Raw somewhere and then they did SmackDown in Detroit and they had a house show in Toledo. And I'm like, I mean, I love house shows. They're fun. You know, you get to, like, just let loose and whatever. And there's, like, 75 people there at school. But I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not requesting the, I'm not requesting a Friday or Saturday night off to go watch a house show in Toledo. I'll right. request off if I'm watching something that has some kind of significance. Sure. But when AEW comes around here, I'm going to make an effort to go. Or NXT, because I've been to NXT house shows, and that was phenomenal. But, um, that's just, uh, one last thing, and I'll, let, I'll get off the line. You guys get to Darrell. Thank you for taking my call. Um, and it was awesome here in Bardray. Um, when do you, when do you kill spiders? Do you kill a spider like immediately, or like do you let them live until they get eyes, or or until they? Uh, yeah. So I made a conscious decision that probably a decade ago. I probably my, still in my twenties, where I was like, you know what? I'm not like killing bugs that don't that are just you know bugging in their environment. If you in my crib, that's different. I don't give a fuck what kind of what you are, spider or whatever. You you in my but like to just and, and then you know, like go out of your way to like smash a bug. It's like fuck that bug dude. He's just trying to drink some nectar or you know, whatever, <laughs> So but in the in my in my apartment, in my home, it's it's different. Uh but it is also still then again different with spiders. because um, for some reason, you know, it's like I feel spiders. So if I know a spider exists, I'm not going out of my way to look for him or fucking web up unless I run into it. That sucks. Um, But if it's like in my immediate smashing vicinity and you're a spider, you're probably going to go. But again, I'm not going to go out of my way. But don't like crawl next to me like smash because that's what's going to (laughs) happen. And you have but that for a spider, like if I see a fucking like water a, bug or or a goddamn roach for you know for the guy that you know something gross, yeah, oh yes, I'm going out of my way. I'm I'm, I'm following, I'm tracking that bitch down like I'm Arthur Morgan. So uh, yeah, uh, that's, spiders do have a diff, get a different uh, 
treatment. They have a bit of a bug privilege. <laughs> know your privilege, Spider. I don't know where they started. I mean, I guess they do have an obvious uh, practical reason, like, well, hey, they kill the other bugs. And it's like, oh, totally. Uh, but the idea of, like, I was told I was a kid, I thought it was bad luck to kill spiders. And I think it's just born out of their practicality. Some kill spiders, they kill everything it's else. It's on sight every time. Yeah. It's on yeah. sight. I got a shoe, but, a brick, a uh, flamethrower. So you're telling me you see a little old spider kind of in the corner of your ceiling. So you have to go out of your way to fuck with this little old spider who ain't even in the, in the immediate reach, out of the way up in the corner. No, 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 Trev. I'm talking about a big fat spider. Like one oh. that got fat on the web he made. Oh yeah, you was talking about size and shit. Oh yeah, nah, fam, nah. You ain't you ain't just coming in here all brolic with your chest out and shit. In my no, shit. I might see if I can get it right all big. <laughs> no, what if he's on your porch? It's not actually in your. No, no, no. If it's not in your adult. Don't get in my face. And that's typically the only things that fly. But if you crawl past me or if you outside, I'm not coming after you. No way. But if you a bug in my Even face flying around. Even if it's what? Even if it's a fat-ass spider, like, this thing looks like it could probably, like, eat your toes. I mean, a spider's spider, and man, like, if it's just being a spider, no. I might try to get a picture of it, but I'm going to leave it alone after that. Well, I was, yeah, I was watching this. I was like, this spider concocted a beautiful web on my front porch. Over <laughs> the it's amazing. I was gonna ask you no. I was gonna ask you another question about how spider webs are made. Like, are, if you're a bigger spider, do you make a better web? Or I, I don't know how the I don't know how the you know the way. Damn, you never seen a spider on, on LSD? Oh, it's amazing. What is happening right now? Well, now I got something yeah. to do on YouTube. Oh, yeah, but yeah, please no. fall into that. that hole. Oh, and then watch the 50s housewife on LSD, who, like, realizes that we're all connected, and, you know, it's like, what? Whoa, oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You mean, you mean I have to take the LSD to watch the spider? I thought you meant, like, a spider that you gave LSD to. No, that's what I mean. Not me, but, yeah, somebody watching spiders on acid make spider with That's awesome. And oh, watching so you're that woman, the 50s housewife, on acid. And you can do acid. I would be want to go buy some LSD and give it to the spider and see what the fuck happens. I mean, if you want to get deep into the experiment, I'm not, I'm not saying no. I'm glad I didn't. Well, no, these were like fucking clinical. He was fucking ready. He killed that spider. He's like, here, spider, here's a whole tab of acid. <laughs> they were like, Put a I, decent I spider know, amount in some sugar water and give it to the spider. They know, you know, this is clinical. He, he would yeah. probably put up like a Kevin Owens tweet in a in a spider web on my front porch. That'd be neat. <laughs> what what? A, now I was gonna say what a pig, but I didn't want that to get misconstrued as a bad joke. It's a Charlotte's Web thing. Very well done. Uh, well, thanks for taking my call, guys, and Cam, good luck tomorrow. Thank you, Craig. You take care. Talk yep. to you, Craig. All right, and as promised, let's wrap this thing up with our good pal down in Georgia. Darrell, 
What's going on, man? What up? The instant bitch, the spider went up the water spout. Down came the rain. Got the spider out. <laughs> what is happening here? I don't know. <laughs> man, y'all were talking about a spider, man. Craig y'all came in with the philosophical when do you kill spiders question. Like, where do you think that was going to go? That's some deep shit. Really soon I see it, I got hair on my head. <laughs> I don't heard the stories of shit. Oh, shit. And you lock shit. I kill that shit immediately. (laughs) Even before they get in the house, I kill it. My goodness. (laughs) I don't play that. I don't play that. But Diamond's been talking about a lot of bugs today, man. I had to um, hang up for a second earlier until y'all passed out when I was in the gym until y'all passed out about that other bug, (laughs) that cockroach that y'all were talking about that carried the cockroach. The yeah, that's the cockroach the right now. Charity cockroach. <laughs> the charity cockroach. Damn, damn, yeah, man. It just won't go away. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> yeah, man. Give, y'all talking about giving props to a cockroach? If I'm not mistaken, cockroaches are dinosaurs and outlive the dinosaurs. They probably outlive us. I ain't giving the props oh, to a cockroach. We got a good so 500 sweet. years left, tops. <laughs> I'm not giving props to a, a roach, especially a roach that ain't making money. <laughs> That's a charity case. Somebody always giving it something. They don't never do nothing with it. This like, sounds like, like last season. season. This sounds like last season of Supergirl. <laughs> that was this is the epithet people were throwing around in the anti-alien movement that was going on, sweeping the sweeping the country. Goddamn roaches. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. TNA like the um the the homeboy homegirl that's always with the people who get pawned off on the um that's always you bring around when you need that um to throw them off on somebody who's gonna who bring a friend over and be like, You got a friend for my friend? That be ugly no. you always have to pawn your homeboy off on that person or the homegirl. So <laughs> That's who they are. They always getting punged off on somebody. Like, damn, I gotta take, I gotta, I gotta take that person. Shit, damn, man. No, no worth, no worth at all. Goddamn charity case. Oh man, tell me how you really feel. Yeah, man. Oh yeah, man. Y'all had me interested in, uh, yeah, for a second, then I had to hang up. I said, why am I listening to them talk about a cop road? Then I come to the end of the show, they talk about a spider. No, <laughs> no people with hair on their head with dread hate spiders. That's our yeah. water enemy. <laughs> <I'm a> damn <laughs> spider. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> uh, but hey, well, man, listen to the show, man. It's a good show. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, um, the Triple H interview, I read that earlier today that just came out today, and how he was talking about how he's going to try to get all three of those um, already named matches on that first hour. Because he said he's taking the first two weeks of NXT where you only get an hour. He's using that ass to give people a taste. I said, look at him using these drug references. Like he a uh, <laughs> dope dealer. Like he be a taste. The first one on me. 
then you'll buy in, and then you'll come back on October and watch the whole show. You'll taste the whole and, show. And on the other oh, side, man, man. and on the other side, he's like weaning the the network only people off. Like, yo, ain't gonna be on the network in two weeks, so we're gonna give you a little. You know, we're gonna we're not gonna just cut ties, but we're gonna give two weeks, two weeks of the second hour of something bigger. So kind of wean you off. Yeah, and I heard y'all um, um, talking about speculation. I don't think they're doing um, big matches on TV like that. Not too many. How that interview went with Triple H because he said he's trying to train people into um, getting back into the importance of in-ring matches and what happens in the ring and not outside of the ring. So I don't see them doing too many big matches, especially day one since they're already be going two weeks into it and how he's talking about giving people a taste. So if you're giving people tastes, probably the two-week show is going to be tastes of everything where you get hooked or addicted to whatever character you like. If you like Velveteen Dream, then you're just going to get a taste of Velveteen Dream on the show or whatever time he on there. But you're going to have to keep investing your time in to see him and then check out the TakeOver shows I mean, you got to buy the network. So I understand, like I said, I in a former life, I used to hustle too. So I understand the lingo and how you talk people into buying your product. So I, so I understand that. So giving them them three matches, the street fight, the um, championship match, and the three-way, and I, I understand how that goes. And I like that idea. <laughs> My question yeah, to you yeah. guys would be. Yeah, 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 your question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, man. No, I was just going to comment on MJF and this thread that he started. Oof. And how he man, literally, people. he's literally in the, in the thread. Like, most of the time, you drop something and you just let them comments cook, right? Like, that's just. He's in there responding to not everything, can't respond to everything, but like systematically like dropping like just one word, two word fucking responses. And it's fucking cool. My God, it's glorious. (laughs) One thing I like too, man, I've been paying attention to is um, you guys, man, because I listen to y'all on different stuff, and having the OG Dre come back, like, mm-hmm. he bring out a different energy. Like, when you two guys together, y'all have a different type of energy. You can um, hear it. When y'all yeah. conversate. You, you can, can hear it. Absolutely. Then when Dre came on, you can see the energy changing, Travis. I said, whoa, that's me? old time oh. right here. Yeah. Then when you two get together, <laughs> and it's then when It's really cool. Yeah, Cam yeah, be on True. South Congress with, um, what you call it, that wow. energy be totally different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he, I, he, I ain't mean that to my fan. What you call it? his name. Like, for real, for real, yeah. can't even wild out like he probably, he probably won. It was bubbling inside because Cause he gotta keep, uh, he gotta keep peanuts. Gotta keep him in line. So yeah, yeah, you know, the bosses and shit. Yeah, I got to be the wild one for a while. <laughs> like he started wilding out, so then I gotta reel him back in. So yeah, it, it changes. But yeah, um, 
all different. And then, like, even when, um, like, because Trav did show Wade last week, I did show Wade this week. I think even mm-hmm. that's such a different dynamic of us kind of, oh, man, you know, being a color. different on them, like, man. Yeah. Cam the educator, Trav be killing dreams on Wade. It's like when dude came in professing wait, wait. his love for something, Trav like, nah, man, <laughs> that ain't hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like that. I thought, buddy, just couldn't say nothing afterwards. So I went back and listened because I, I assumed like you were being like wild, disrespectful to this guy, and yeah. like no, you were just like you you weren't. You were just like, well, I just don't think that. What they do is what I consider cool. Like that's that's not. And, Man, and is that not the story? It's not how it's not people cool to me. perceive me. Yeah, that was like, oh, somewhat somewhat rationally. Then then all of a sudden a week later it's like, yeah. are you are you are, like, you, are you guys sleeping with people's wives? In, 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 in the level and the group. Yeah, they got like it was funny though. Cause he was like, well, you know, I just I was in a, I was in a room. And I was just the energy in the building and the people I was around, it just felt cool. And I was like, dog, it does not feel cool at all. <laughs> yeah. That's better. I was like, it really don't sound like where you were at was cool. It sounded like you were a bunch of dudes in black t shirts who like right yep. in the building. Yeah, That's which is fine. Fairly standard. Like I'm also there. Like can I not like there like I can't I can't come too hard down. Like I'm there. Like I'm I'm, I'm yeah. with these perceived not yeah, cool guys. Super regular dude. But it, it sounds, sounds relatively good time too. When you say it so calmly, mm-hmm. it's yeah. a difference when you kill somebody and you be energetic with it. Because you know some people, when when they are high energy trying to kill you, you can laugh it off as okay. Because yeah. some people be clowns then. But when you say it as calm and cool and direct with it, that's like cold hearted. Like cold it's one of it's, it's it's one of the if if I could call. Having free drawback—it's one of the things. No rules around here. Is I get to be a loudmouth, and especially since I'm in charge, relatively, like nobody really can tell me what to do. <laughs> so I can do or say whatever I want, but I know, wait, I can't. So I, I have to be. Uh, and it's probably something I could, I should probably, you know, take care. But no, fuck that shit. <laughs> I would be a loudmouth and. Say terrible things. So, so yeah. So when I'm on weight, it's like, yeah, I got to be more calculated. Like somebody tweeted and was like, yeah, I'm man. their favorite person to co-host with weight, and I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's 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 really awesome to have. Ooh, what's foot to have? You know, a few people that, you know, that that think that. Way. That's awesome to have your fans. Yeah, man. Because you know, I know, I know y'all. Have the so that. When you find somebody who's TR, that's fun. Like y'all. Paying no attention to that type of stuff like that. I heard Cam say how somebody complained about him. And Cam be coming on so nice to these people, and they just sit there and use their little fingers to write an email to complain about why you got this guy on and stuff like that. And he come off to be so nice. Yeah. (laughs) Like it seems like like if I'm shifting. If I'm shifting, like, my thing, because you have to, you're on a different venue, different platform, different audience, Cam, you know, Cam shifts from, a, you know, his shift is, is already a, at a different spot when he shifts, so it's like, yeah, I can't imagine, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's, yeah. like, 
Yeah, that's like that. much. But they were probably the only person like, that was still. I don't like Chris Marks. Why do you have him on? He's mean. Like, all right, now you. <laughs> the only person who don't, the only person who don't switch is Rich. Rich is like uh, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. On yeah. This show, yeah. his show, every show. So you know what I'm saying. He's the only person that don't switch. So that's yeah. Mr. Rogers right there. It's got your all. It's Mr. Rogers. It's got the whole world. I understand. I understand. He can be different <laughs> in uh, group chat. No, what goes on? That, what goes on in the group chat? Is is like oh, no, no, what goes I'm on just, in there. I'm just continuing my my uh, uh, you know Rich that whole family man Mr. Rogers thing. That's just a facade, and Rich is uh, you know, I'm, I'm you know y'all going y'all going to <laughs> So wait wait something happened on Twitter like two weeks ago, and I was like y'all going y'all y'all still go y'all buying into this family man stuff. And then uh, Black Dog Will chimed in with a super timely tweet, like, you know what? And he said he hit a few actual things that happened. He was like, he said this on that show, and then he said this. You know what, Trav? I think I think you're on to something. So uh-uh. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that going as long as all right, man. Yeah, you can't. As long as you don't got no ABs in your group chat, who gonna probably be recording everything, taking pictures. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, no, no. I'm, as as much as as like tense as our group can sometimes be, I would never uh, feel I couldn't uh, like somebody going to expose me or something and put something on Twitter, screenshot or send some, you know, whatever. Like, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be in a group that <laughs> I didn't feel comfortable being able to say the wildest shit in. And knowing that it's all like, yeah. Now, <laughs> so. I didn't hear you guys speak earlier about this. Was this one of the worst written stories? This who done it to you guys? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not great. No, okay. None of it. None of it makes sense. Okay. The, the 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 lookalike guy who disappeared makes no sense in the context of Rowan striking out on his own. So did Rowan find the lookalike guy and present it to Brian? And then it, none of it like holds together when you. It's the opposite of when you're supposed to go back after a mystery or some kind of who done it and go. Oh, I should have seen it in chapter twelve. Oh, it came back again in chapter sixteen. Five was right in front of our face. That's what you're supposed to do. Here, when you go back and look at the, tw- the the turns and the plot twists and stuff, it's like none of this connects. This is fucking trash from the beginning. So with when you got when you look back, you know, six, eight weeks, it's like this was bad all the way around, start to finish. They clearly were patching this thing together and didn't have they didn't have an answer and book it backwards. They had an idea and and tried very fledgling to, to, to piece something together. And at the That's end of it, we're going to get an air growing. We're going to get an air growing push. So, yeah. It, it push dead on arrival. It's, it's DOA. It's dead on yeah. arrival. Because they already done killed him. Already, because first of all, last week, he said he didn't say, he didn't admit to it. That's why they didn't go back he and did. play it like they would in the time. He did. Else. He said. Wait, wait, wait. When he did, he didn't. What well, I heard it? him say, he said, "No, he mm-hmm. said I'm not going to allow anybody else to hit me. I'm not going to allow anybody to touch me." And he was screaming that the whole time. 
not going to allow anybody to touch me. Roman didn't touch you. The only person who hit you was Daniel. He didn't admit to it. He didn't. That's why they didn't replay the video with sound of him beating up Roman and beating up Daniel Bryan. Because the only thing he said was, I'm not going to allow anyone else to hit me. That was his whole reason. Even the promo that he gave after that was that was up on WWE um, YouTube that's not no more. He said, nobody's going to hit me. Nobody's going to touch me anymore. Now he comes back this week and say how he's a mastermind, how he manipulated people. And then he don't say how he manipulated. He don't say what he did in the storyline to manipulate people. They just have him on the line and don't say nothing. The whole thing is a start to finish. Stories, yeah. The two stories yeah. that they did, this one and the King of the Ring tournament, this King of the Ring tournament, after they put Shane McMahon in it, became one of the worst tournaments ever. And they just killed uh, off a whole lot of people. That's like, a little much. How? I don't, how did Shane, Shane was, to me, a suitable last-minute replacement that, that they fit in the storyline wise, and there was a callback to something, you know, to the World Cup thing or the best in the World Cup or whatever cup that was, and all these things like that actually worked. And then they had the guy win two in a row, and it forwarded another story. So I'm not. You had to struggle with Shane with people already consider with people already consider that they don't really want Shane no more in story, and then they and then he was forgotten about immediately. Because now it's about Kevin Owens and him getting fired. So yeah, it, it I, I think you're. Uh, yeah, I think you're just being a, a, little, a little hard on that aspect of the of the tournament. And just anytime people say worst ever, best ever, most anything ever, I don't know, that's automatically a, like a you know hold up because the ever is a long time. It's been a very well wrestled tournament. Even the stuff with Shane and um, once they started, like you know, I mean, it's, it's Shane, right? Like we, you have to kind of go, okay, it's Shane. He's going to get a certain amount of offense. Uh, you got to either accept it or just be mad. And I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to be mad for 15 years. Um, oh, I'm not mad about it. I'm just, I'm just talking logically about it because just like yeah, you said earlier, yeah. if if he wins, if Shorty G wins, if Shorty G wins, <laughs> he become King Shorty G. Mm-hmm. Then, like you said, a week after you gonna forget about it right. because it's nothing that you can take on. You can take from right. it. That's, that's why. That's my. That's my something building up on. It. Right, but that's my uh, throwing my towel in for or whatever my hat in the ring for Corbin being King Corbin. Like, oh, okay, this, this is obviously what has to happen because King Gable is not in any kind of way intriguing or fun or anything. King Corbin obviously is. And I would say they wouldn't have did that if they, if they were using this tournament back in the day to build up Roman. You wouldn't have got none of the shenanigans or none of that other type of stuff afterwards. Well, the first shenanigans with, with Shane and the referee and the fast count getting Owens out of there, that was stupid. Right? Like, I, I, like, I just didn't like that. You're fucking up the integrity, quote unquote, of the tournament. Like I get that, but the stuff with Elias uh, tonight or last night, I, I, I don't. So you're saying what they they just have them in a bye, go right to the finals, and don't make that into a story, and don't use that for TV. 
What do you do to fill I that time? That we're going to be the man. Elias Rouse. Huh? And don't and don't put Shane in it just so you can uh, keep going with a story also that they have ruined with Kevin Owens. No, they no, no, Kevin no, no. Owens like, just very problems. specifically though. Just very narrow. Versus Gable. So that's that segment of the show. There's a hole. Like, what do you do? Do you have Gable go into a bye? And go right into the finals and just go, Elias can't compete. He hurt his ankle. He's not clear. Uh, Gable just goes and is automatic into the finals. And you just find something else to fill that 15 minutes as if that's just an easy thing to do, let alone, a, you know, possible short notice. I know they do it all the time, but it's not ideal. I think they've got something very entertaining out of out of a out of a situation that uh, was kind of unfortunate. The guy hurt in his ankle and can't compete. Well, and if you have to correct crap and and from from the start, and you can't use you can't use Elias and trying to fix crap. What you the best thing I can see is you put somebody who everybody would look up as a star and plug. No, and then he's got to then Gabriel's got to beat that star. Shane, they had to call back with the best in the world. So all of a sudden, oh, you're like, oh, fuck. Shane's going to be king? Goddamn, king of the ring? He's going to go on and somehow beat Corbin, maybe get Corbin a forfeit for a couple bucks, you know, whatever. I, hey, I'll take, hey, when Owen pays his $100,000 fine, I'll give it to you if you lay it out in the uh, king of the ring finals. Like, I think no matter how ridiculous it is, the idea that Shane could go into the finals and do like he did in that Best of the World tournament uh, was real. So to be able to use, to to go, wait, let's use this, and then have Gable beat his ass two straight falls and have him tap out and make it impossible. Like that was, I don't, I re, I'm now and I'm like talking about it and thinking of like the booking of it. I don't know what your fucking problem is, bro. <laughs> and that was good. Wow. I'm sorry. I don't have him beating up I don't have a problem with him working his way up. If you tell it that he's the underdog, I don't have a problem, have with, him a problem with that coming out of nowhere and beating beating a but star. Again, narrow focus just like what they Murphy did beating Daniel nice. Ryan in a in a nice match. That's how I yeah. see it. It's similar to that because it's it's you can write it off for that star because it's Last minute, he didn't know. He only knew 15 minutes before the match. So, but he expected to win. You know what I'm saying? It's a la, um, you know, like. No, um, I know. I, I, see, I see where this this is this is right for us going the next 10 minutes uh, uh, back and forth. But yeah. that ain't yeah, but that. No, no, no. I feel sorry. I need to cut you off in this sentence. But is in here. Eight goddamn 45 still talking about this same subject. <laughs> but no, uh, I'm going to wrap things up here. Appreciate you though, Darrell, uh, Craig, uh, Trey for calling in, everybody that called in, emailed. Thanks, Cam, for hanging in there uh, doped up and Zyrtec'd up. Um, yeah. We'll be back uh, next week for you free, free folks. The uh, ride-in's here. VIP folks, click over. Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content. So check us out. Until uh, next week, that's Cam. I'm Trav, and we are out.